I just want to start from the outset to say that any decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360. <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's okay to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, what was that, something special! You know what? Uh, that's not talent. Oh. Supercoach 360! The best way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people... Who actually Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If the time is going up, it's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Are we on? Oh, mate, 100%. We're playing. Are you sure? G'day, welcome to Supercoach360, live from the Coach's Box for yet another week. Welcome to Episode 7 of Season 2020 of the NRL season. We are almost there. Trials are done. We've got a week off and then TLT next Tuesday. It all kicks off. It all... Oh, boys, I am so excited. Yeah, me too, man. Itching. It's like Christmas for adults. 100%. Right? It's a week away. It is. It's exciting, man. See, like, I don't, this time next week, we've got the team list. Yeah, we are absolutely locking it in. Oh, don't get me wrong, I was excited, no. but I didn't know what I was excited for. You're now skeptical. I know, like, well, no, it wasn't that I was a skeptical, but I just, I didn't, I really didn't know what I was in for and what I was getting myself into. I knew that it was going to be. You know, the, the final selections are locked in because I have to be picking people from those squads that are named and, and all of that. The, all the speculation ends, I mean, to an extent. You know, we Min- don't, we don't know. Minutes will still be deciding factor. But. Well, that and the old switcheroo. Learned yeah. a few things about some captains last year, or some coaches, I should say, and the old switcheroo being pulled on game day. So you've got to be watching those team lists hard, but sometimes you're looking at the people that are on the bench because yeah. they're not on the bench for real long. So... I think I learned a lot last year. I'll be honest, right? Like, that's it. I've heard of you guys talk about maybe someone being named on the bench at, say, a 14 or a 17 or something like that, and then coming on to um, after the first 20 minutes and playing the rest of the game. And, like, now I understand why that is. Maybe it's a fresher player. Maybe it's a younger player. Well, the sting gets out yeah, of the game. Fucking the hell, let me say, because I think I know what it is, and it's exactly that. The venom's taken out of the tackle. That's it. Right, that first 20 minutes of freshness of just the, the big boys just want to smash each other and just really get in there. That's it. You hold the little bloke back. And then you put the little bloke on and he gets to run him up. Fresh. He didn't go through that 20 minutes. And so he stays a lot fresher all game. Like, I, Mate, I said last year you guys wanted to make a footy fan out of me. 
Boys, I lied to you. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> For the Facebook people, Bird is, Bergs is happily giving me the bird right now. Yeah, 100%. You have. I'm itching for Teamless Tuesday. I, I got my first Thursday night off in ages the other day, right? And I was sitting around. I was just like, oh, Thursday. I don't have to work. <gasps> Thursday night. For- oh, weeks. two weeks. Two weeks. Couple more sleeps, bud. Oh, that's it. We're there. The countdown is on. Footy season is around the corner. Thursday yourself all year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Good fucking spewing. Goodbye weekends. Hey Beck, thanks for joining us. Sorry, um, but hey, hey, at least if you need to see me, you can always tune into the podcast. Yeah, we're here, we're here Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> Goody Thursdays. That's it. That goes for all our partners, obviously. Um, but yeah, look for. Oh man, bring it on, bring it on, bring it on. But last weekend. We had a full weekend of trials. Well, pretty much full weekend of trials. I mean... No, it was a full weekend. Yeah, it was. I mean, like, but, you know, to an extent. Like, would you would you go near any of the Roosters players that played the other day, Con? None played. But exactly, right? So, like, there was almost a full sort of thing. Like, we still got to see quite a lot of fresh players coming through, which was good. We got to see a few of the, uh, you know, like, first half runs of our first grade teams, which was very interesting to have a look at and what uh, some of the proposed combinations might be and where some of the people are slotting in in their new teams and their new roles. Well, I mean, I didn't get a chance to watch many of them, unfortunately. What did you guys think of the trials the other day? I watched a couple. Weren't bad. Wasn't bad. Mostly first half hit-outs and then was reserve grade from there on in with a few NRL sprinkled through it. But it's just exciting. It's nearly here, you know what I mean? Like, it was a good hit out. Don't think there were many injuries or any bad ones come out of the trials. There were a couple of little niggling ones, but nothing too major. So, bring on 10 days. Have you boys got your teams locked in? No. No? You can't. No, well, I mean, like, but in your minds, have you got your teams locked in? I mean, last time... Got certain plays locked in for sure, but... The total makeup of it's no clearer than what it was six weeks ago. Yeah, of yeah. course not. It's changed, but from six weeks ago, about eight times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Change. Is that it? Yeah, change. <laughs> changes. Like, I have little spurts where I just think I'm not touching it, and then I'm back in it, and then I'm not touching it, and then I'm back in it. So, I'm about, I was back into it today. So, yeah. It's hard to stay away from. Well, I caught most of the trials, and Penrith Power game was pretty dour. Yeah? Yeah. Were you there? No, unfortunately no. not. No. Um, yeah, that game wasn't great. Um, Cherry Shield was okay. Have, have we learnt anything from uh, the Penrith Para game? Um, on sort of who's filling those? Uh, the, the, was it the centre position or the second row position that Marnie Mount took out? Well, it was definitely Matter. Definitely Matter. Definitely Matter. I'll get that. But the big surprise I think was Liam Martin played eighty nearly. Yeah, he did play eighty. Yeah. Yeah, so. it's a Penrith back row spot that's up for grabs. The other one, not kick ours. Yeah. On the right-hand side, out of Yeo, Capewell and Martin. And uh, he played the 80 in the I'm trial. I'm so. to get it. Well, personally. I mean, from what I understand, he didn't even play the 80. He didn't play the full 80 in that spot too. They rotated him to the middle. And yeah, did they rotate him to centre? Yeah, 40 on one edge, 20 in the middle and then 20 on the other edge. Yeah, that's it. So he played both sides, which yeah. means he can cover for kick out when kick out goes off and they don't need to use an interchange to do it. If this kid can just keep pumping through... Maybe it's part of the game plan that, you know, when he's moving on to certain edges, though, the ball might be going uh, opposing him. And so he's just doing a lot of defensive work. So No, he's all right, too, with the ball in hand. Yeah, is he? Yeah, he runs hard. Uh, the thing I'm definitely curious about from that game, any uh, idea who's going to be getting the 5-8 spot and the full-back spot at Penrith? No, I think Jerome Lewis is definitely getting the full-back spot. I would say no, Caleb Aikens. 
Five eight, sorry, and Caleb Aikens will be starting fullback. Yeah. Yeah. For he's, how long is the question? But Matty Burton kid's pretty good. Yeah. He's oh. only a kid, but and they've had big things on Luai for a few years now, so I, I think, think he's they'll, give him, turn. they'll give him his shot. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Alrighty. Uh so yeah, moving on. Next one was Canterbury versus Canberra. Did you guys get a chance to watch I've that one? I've seen a little bit of it. I didn't see much, like not much at all. But we, we look all right. Oh, We're sorry. not interested in how the Bulldogs look. Was there any super coach relevance out of there? Did you um, see anyone to call your eye or anything like that? Look, I'll be honest. I you know the Bulldogs are shit. I wasn't in much of a state, but I was just watching it. You know what I mean? So, How's George Williams looking? He didn't let no one down. He, I, I don't think he, he... He looked like he could have done a bit more, but I think he's... Holding back? Holding back a bit for NRL, just to keep people guessing a little, I guess. Yeah, so you don't want coaches getting too much of a look at him if he's well, it is uh, just a trial. Sneaky. And yeah. he's no got Bateman. big raps on him, no Bateman. So how long's Bateman looking at being out for? Seven to eight. Seven to eight. So he's definitely not viable as a start and hold. He's too oh, much cash to no, do that. too much to do Way that. Way too much cash to do that. You could be spending that money in a couple of other places. I, I don't know if I trust how long he's out for. Yeah, he could be back in four. You never know. So are you considering starting and holding? No, no definitely not. No way. No, exactly. Even so. if he was starting round one, he probably wouldn't be my team. Yeah, no. bit too expensive. Yeah, if they start slow and he drops some cash, you're not prepared to take that loss, but you would be happy to pick him up cheap. Yep. No one will come back. All right, sweet as. Uh, and so, uh, anything special over the Bulldogs, Bergs? No, not really. Uh, it's a Bulldogs, Jazzy. All right, sweet as. Sorry about that. Moving on. So, next one was Melbourne versus Sorry. Cowboys. So, there's a couple of questions up there at the Cowboys. We obviously, how's Val looking up there in the fullback spot? Well, I only seen the first half of that, and Melbourne is absolutely dominant. Yeah. The Cowboys just weren't in the game at all. Melbourne just looked too, way too good. Yeah. Step ahead. He scored a try, everything. You do? Yeah, he scored a try. Yeah, Melbourne just looked way too good for the Cowboys. Town Lolo didn't jump off the field at me. He's but, I mean, it is only a trial. Oh, definitely, but it's enough I'm for me to worry about looking fat? starting him. No, no, he looked all right and everything. He just, I know, it wasn't Some of Jason Town Lolo that we've come to expect, I suppose. Some of the boys come back. From Christmas, a little bit tubbier. They do. Yeah, but well, this will be interesting to see. No, you, know, you know he'll be right. So, uh, Newcastle versus the Roosters. Say nothing, just highlights. Yeah, but Colin, you get a chance to watch it? No, I didn't get a chance. I watched the rest of them during this week, but no, I didn't. Waldo was busy. Played a few positions. It was a reserve-grade Roosters, so... Yeah, that's it, but I'm, I'm more curious about what, what the Knights are doing. Barnett got a couple of pies. That's it, because we're, we're, we're wondering who's going to get... On the edge in the middle. On the edge for one, and I think the other one was in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. How Pong look? Uh, he, he you do anything good. flash? Not so that I can remember. I was only seeing the highlights. It's only like a couple of minutes worth, so... I've well, if you've done something flash, you'd be in the highlights, so you must know. You might have. <laughs> Huh. You know how I get. <laughs> well, don't these get. are probably ones we could be out going through with Clarky who would have been fine two, two for these. I That's thought it. we were going to go through with Clarky. We'll, we'll get drink. to Clarky in a second. We're almost through now. Uh, uh, Brisbane versus the Gold Coast. Now I believe the Titans won that one. They did come from behind, man. They come from behind to win that. Now, was that against a, a, a first grade Broncos side? Oh, half half yeah. decent one. Yeah. Half decent one, and what are the Broncos looking they're like? They're all there. Yeah. Except for Lodge, obviously. But Did they turn up? They were up 16 nil. Yeah. And I don't know what happened. I didn't watch the game, so I can't. I don't know what happened. All right. And the Titans romped home. Peachy looked all right. Uh, 
Roll the dice, Bryce. Done a couple of nice things out there. You going to roll them? No fucking way. No. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Not doing no, it? No, no way, man. Can't do it, eh? There's too many better options. Yeah, don't get wrong, he finds form. Yeah, he's he, he could be one to get, but nah. No hope in me starting the year with him. Dragons feed the bunnies. Not a bad game. Watch, watch most of that as well. Don't really remember much of it, though. Um, it was sort of in the background of what I was doing. So I was sort of just watching it. Marin played a few minutes. Didn't looks fit. Doesn't look sloppy, if you know what I mean. Like you know, a couple of years there, he looked a bit sloppy. He looks fit. Like he doesn't look like shit. Um, I think Vaughn looked pretty good out there. He's run run pretty strong out there. Um, they kept the wingers Ravalara and that Pereira. Is it from last year? So I don't no, know. Well, Really, Army was playing centre with Lafayette outside him. Yeah, but on the left. So for, for for most of that game, Pereira was on one wing and Bingo was on the other, which oh. I don't understand. Laf was. Nah, they mm-hmm. were both out there. Trust me, I was watching it. Yeah, but you said you weren't paying much attention. Really, Army was on in the centre with Lafayette outside him and set him up try and everything. Yeah. Right. Oh no, he didn't set him up try. His foot went into touch. Sorry, my bad. But Philly Army can get that spot. Good cheapie on the horizon there in the centres, which we desperately need. Yep. Yep. All right. And uh, what about over at the Souths? Murray looked good. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't do no wrong. Uh, Liam base Knight. Took, base took a hit being on that edge there for all that time, but which was unfortunate. Liam Knight. Worry. Liam Knight, he looked pretty good in the middle. He didn't let no one down in there. Very Sammy-esque even, if you really want to put to it. He was offloading he'll only that, get which be- is good. He'll only get better. Uh, Patrick Mago come on and look skillful. And that. Done, a peck. done a peck. Now, yeah, 12 so. weeks. So that Amone looks like he'll get the bench. Totola, I think, will play some decent minutes too now. Yeah. So they're, they're two look out for there. Tommy? Who's that? Totola and Amone? Did you say? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, also, Braden Burns, man. Looks sharp. Looks sharp out Didn't there. do a hemi, which was a good sign. No, and he, he was involved, like, wasn't he out there dogging no, it. It's like someone with shit hammies would do. He was out there involved, so if he, he could be one of them guys you'd need to get. He's got awesome base. The burning question, how did Latrell go at fullback? <sighs> Not in my side for me. Um, Not the start of the year. No. He, look, at the end of the day, he'll get better there. He's going to take some time. Someone, I think, in his own side said he's about five weeks away. Yep. Or something. So give him some time and yeah. round then weeks. snap him up cheap. Yeah, around round seven <laughs> or eight, snap him up cheap before Origin and hope he doesn't make the team. A-Raid be due for an injury then, so he should get the goal kick and everything right <laughs> on time. <laughs> uh, Warriors v the Tigers. Not a bad game either. I watched a bit of that too. Um, the is it the right the right side over there? Lay Lewis, yeah, right yeah. Side. no for Luma. They they're gonna just That's terrorize it, people this year. They they're they looking deadly. dangerous every yep. time they touch the ball. BJ looked strong and brought him into my team. That's for sure. Luke, sorry, no, you go. Luke Brooks done his own little chip and chase, and he looks good out there too, man. No, you. He did, man. He played his way out of my team, to be honest. Really? Yeah, he really didn't impress me enough. You don't at see all. the chip and chase no more. It's dying, aren't Yeah, it? I know, but still. 
you play yourself out of my team. He's no go for me. Really? I'm staying away from that whole left side now. So what if Reynolds the right gets nine? So I was about to say, yeah, like Reynolds is a big fan of the the kick and chase down his own ball. If he Loves gets it. nine, yeah, is he going to get the hook viable? and roll? Because he gets in there. He's I got a bit of mongrel in him. He will get nine. Personally, you think Mumbai get it? I think Walters will get it. You think Walters is going to get the yeah, number nine? Definitely. In which case, you get on him. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. At halfback, I think. Okay. Great option there, cheapy. Perfect. Um, but yeah, Reynolds will probably be on the bench. Take maybe twenty minutes off him. Hopefully, only a game. Yep. If he can play 50, 60 minutes, he'll make you some good coin to upgrade later on. Yep. So he does. Um, on the Warriors, you see anything over there? Jermaine. Noel Brown. Yeah. He looked good. He had a high work rate in his time on the field and he should, with all the injuries to the Warriors, perhaps he should be right up there in line. They just signed him to a two-year deal from nowhere, so hopefully that signs that he's either starting or first cab off the bench to get in there and play some good minutes and be that front row cheapie that we need. A few of them popped up over the weekend, but which is fortunate but unfortunate. Because none of them are dual or anything, so now you have to try and fit four or five of them into what, two positions. Yeah. So, pick and choose the best one. saying that, we were whinging two weeks ago that we had nothing to pick from, and now we can't whinge. That was spoiled for choice. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it just, it's, a, it's a tough choice. Uh, and But that's what you've got to do. It's the name of the game, isn't it? You know, just hope that these guys are going to make you enough money to really justify um, that trade and that upgrade later on. On the Tigers too, that Musgrave, he was really busy on his time. I think if he can either start or be that first front row again off the bench, he'll be worth the... He's won another one that you have to try and fit into that front row spot. So, flip a coin and decide on your gut, I suppose, which one you want to go with. Yep. And hope it turns out for you. Alrighty. Uh, final game, I believe. Uh, Sharks v Sea Eagles. No, SJ. Battle of the Birds. Uh, one of their mystery illnesses. Now yeah. I'm not trusting him in my side. Nah? Nah. Nah, because you I'm haven't thinking, seen him play? I'm thinking Mitch Moses now, because uh, now I've heard that he could have hurt himself at the nines and they're playing it down. and So I'm a bit, bit worried, to be honest. So Mitch Moses does have a pretty easy draw. Yeah. does have a lower floor, though, I think. The Sharks aren't playing at Shark Park either this year because that's getting renovated for the whole year. They'll be playing out of Colgrass, their home ground. I don't think that matters there, I don't think either. But, so. yeah, I think it hurt Nakora and Ramian's performances on the weekend big time and no SJ inside him. Yeah. I think it would have scared a few people off Ramian in that game. Toby yeah. Rudolph. Beast. Highly impressive. Beast. Work rate through the roof. <laughs> Even Absolutely. even Royce Hunt, yes. when he come off the bench, he's in the first ten minutes off the bench, he was involved in everything. He was offloading. He, I don't think he'll make the seventeen, but if there's an injury or something, and he comes in. But yeah, Toby Rudolph, wow! I hadn't seen him play until this weekend. Very impressive. All right, um, so he's definitely on the cheapy watch. He's, he's my first front row cheapy picked. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's got one spot, and then it's just deciding out of Jermaine Tanai Brown, Musgrove. Um, a few others. We'll get them the other one. Yep. All right. Should we Alrighty. get him on? Let's do it. We are going to get on our special guest, Clarky. So and Kepi from Manly played forty minutes straight in the first half at lock, but we it depends on how long Jakey and AFB are out for, as to whether he's a viable option or not, and how he fits into the rotation when he comes back. So that's anyone's guess with Desi too. Who knows? 
They right. could make some quick cash early. He's another one of the ones that you got to try and fit in the front row. Yeah, <laughs> not again. No, wait, he's calling us. He's calling us. I think so. Why are you hanging up on him then? Hello? No, I was hanging up on you. No, he's hanging up on you. No, that's it, I think I did. Ah, oh, Jazzy, here we go again. Sorry, guys, we're technologically... I'm not, I'm not allowed to say that word. Not savvy. Challenged. Not savvy. Wait, is that him ringing now, or are you ringing? I'm ringing him again. Yeah, bud. What's going on? How you doing? How are you, man? Yeah, all right. Huh? Let's just get... How are you, buddy? Um, it's cracking, bro. I, can't, I don't know which camera to go to. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, Clarky. It's good to have you on, bro. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. No, we, appre we appreciate it, but... I seen a post on your wall earlier this year saying, "Oh, you're um want to want to do super coach." So I thought I'm going to jump on the opportunity to grab you and uh, try and teach you how to super coach, if that's all right with you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hold on, bud. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I'm we, getting a hell we've of a lot. Like, we've lost you. I'm going to lose Facebook comments. Um, there is a little bit more time for it, so I'm um, definitely enjoying it. Pretty challenging, but it's also fun. Yeah, yeah, it is. I enjoy it. It's uh, very we, time consuming. We, we lost you for a second there, I think. Oh, okay. Is, is it fixed up now? Or? Yep, seems to be. Mm. Um, so, what are you thinking of the Supercoach process at the moment? How are you working your way through it? Yeah, pretty much um, tried to obviously seek some of the help of more experienced players, friends, um, podcasts, um, reading news articles, etc. Trying to get a sort of basic um, knowledge and understanding of it all. And pretty much, um, like I, I possess a pretty good knowledge on footy as to who might be picked for round one, um, who's currently injured, etc., etc. So having a, I guess I do have a very strong base to start Supercoach with. Definitely uh, helps. I'm pretty much just trying to... I, I think for my first year, I've really tried to avoid risky mid-ranges, and I've really gone for either guns or cheapies that are very likely to make me cash. So probably a little bit conservative in, in the bigger picture of things, trying to achieve higher scores. I probably don't have too many player differences. So I'm yeah. um, not expecting to do great things, but I do think I should have a pretty consistent year with my side. But that's that's a trial and true method i suppose it's worked for most people in the past so it's hard to argue against it yeah absolutely man jazzy you got some questions for clarky i believe oh sorry i've got technical difficulties oh all right yeah he's trying to work did you catch any of the trials on the weekend bud uh, I didn't catch them. I reported on them where I could, yeah. Um, but didn't get a chance to actually um, report on them. Oh, the trial Mitchell's manager's calling. Just give me a sec. Um, yeah, so I didn't get a chance to um, actually watch them myself, but did get some notes off other people and um, did a little bit of research as to who was um, looking good there and then subsequently made a few changes um, on my team from there. Yeah. Um, I'm also doing a one this year called Sports Deck. It's pretty much the exact same as Supercoach, a little bit... 
Oh. Nah, Skype just crashed hard. Hold on. Give me two seconds. Keep talking, boys. I'll just quickly get okay. it back okay. up and forward. Okay. Is Clarky still there? Is not. But, no, no, no. Clarky's We've lost Clarky. Yeah, I'll get Sorry him back. I'll get that, him back. I'll get him back. Okay, Clarky's gone, but we will try to get He's him back. He's on the point. He knows his shit, eh? Like, dang it, I don't agree with everything he says, but he does know his stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, David Cook loves your jumper. Thanks, bud. Said he's seen the same take one. It, take your hood off, though. There's a reason why I've got the hood on. No, man. take it off. <laughs> <laughs> it looks silly. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want the hat, brothers? Nah, it's all right. Thank you. You want a bulldog's beanie? Nah, hell no. I looked at that earlier. I seen a panther's hat up there, too, and I thought, nah. I would have drink out of a goosters, can't. Oh, well, you deserve that. Goosters. Hey, um, bud. Hey, that all fixed up now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. I don't know what happened, but the video keeps freezing. Um, but that looks like it looks like the video is working again now. So let's just keep trying, and hopefully, I don't need to play with anything else. Um, okay. I could just sort of leave it. Hold on, let me just get your volume back up. Sweet as. All right. So have you got some like just um, questions for Clarkie in general? Or you want me to go straight onto the quiz? Yeah, mate. So I reckon we go straight into the quiz because I'll be honest. Unfortunately, I've been really distracted and haven't managed to hear any of what you guys were just talking about. So let's kick on into the quiz and then hopefully right. I can learn some stuff and we can uh, start the conversation from there. All right. You there, Clarkie? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, got you. All right. So well, how's this quiz going to work? Well, I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask Clarkie the question. And then he'll give us his answer. Juzzy will answer whether he's right or wrong. And then if Juzzy's wrong, we'll recorrect Juzzy because that's what we like to do. <laughs> <laughs> and you're only new, so you're only learning. So we can't really hammer you just yet, Clarky. We'll give it next exactly. to you. Next year, we'll give it to you, all right? But you um, no, the quiz. So I'll start off. What is a cheapie? A cheapie is a player that is expected to get uh, a fair amount of minutes and therefore increase in value and then you're able to sell them at a later stage in the season and pick up players that are considered guns and will therefore achieve more points. Does he? Uh, okay. Wasn't listening. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. Partly true. No, look, I mean, you're pretty much there with with the cheapy aspect of it, but, I mean... Sometimes... Oh, yeah, you what, go, go. What, well, what, what's your gun? Because, I mean, that's it. Yeah, it's what you're aiming Hang for. Hang on, but don't jump ahead. Just answer the question that's asked. Well, no, don't go it, asking your own questions. Just answer the questions that Berg's asked, and we'll get to those other ones later. So, what is a cheapie? Yeah. That's it. Bargain basement. I mean, ideally, cheapie is the lowest of the low. There's someone who really hasn't played probably pretty much any NRL, um, but they're going to be hot to trot, and hopefully going to get some minutes. A good cheapie is one that's definitely going to get some minutes and lots of them. Because uh, if they live up to the height, they make a lot of coin. Happy with that? Yeah. Happy with that. And then, yeah, like, uh, Clarky said, trade him out for a gun or either a Step new up-and-coming cheapie that's yeah. coming through. All right. Uh, well done, boys. Congratulations. Um, give me a pen so I can score yous. <laughs> <laughs> um, one apiece. Well done. Um, what is a gun? Oh, okay. No, you no. don't get to start, Jazzy. You're no, the second. This is why he was like, don't jump ahead, because he knew it was the second question. <laughs> yeah, um, a gun pretty much um, tacking on from the last answer is a player of higher value that's consistently performed in that position for a number of years now. A player that you know you're going to achieve a high score on and a player that you'd consider putting the captain on every week. 
Do you, do you have an average for them thereabouts or a price? No, nah, hold on, hold on, because I can, see, oh, I yeah, can, yeah, I can you, see a couple of holes here. Okay, so not necessarily someone you're going to put the captain on every week. I mean, yep. don't get me wrong, they might be an option, but that really doesn't have any, any concern. Like, you're right about the high value. Uh, they don't necessarily have to have consistently performed in that position for years. Bro, Payne Haas missed four games last year. It was his first year of football. Certified gun, first pick, hands down. Second year. Yeah, uh, I well. Okay, what, so what, he played a few bench spots four in the first game, year? He four, played four shooters at the end of the year before. Oh, Three yeah. shooters, yeah. So there you Not go. At the end of the year, during the year, and he just got injured. Yeah, that's all right. Oh, okay, okay. So <laughs> I came to football last year. Okay, but the point is, like, I mean, uh, well, Britton Nakora. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. But so, a, hi- a history of that's gun it. status is a lot more reliable to well, go yeah. off. Well, yeah. You don't know if cheap he's going to turn into a gun until... This has happened. This is true, but I mean, like this year. Um, okay, point is, we're getting we're getting sidetracked. Point is, the gun's just someone who's going to go out and get you sixty five a week, right? That's it. Mm. It's the name of the game is points. If they're a cheapie and they end up being able to get you that sixty five, like what Payne was doing last year, then that's awesome because they're going to make you heaps of cash. But they, you know, what I mean, you might end up wanting to hold on to them. The point is, they're going to make you your points. That's what your guns for, making sure you're getting those points because that's how you're going to win. You know, your head-to-heads and your leagues, and you're going to have a chance in overall. If you're not getting those points, you're not getting anything. Happy with that? Yeah. All right, I'm going to give you half a point for that, Clarky, because you put him, <laughs> you put him on the right track. Why half point? Oh, okay, okay. He's scoring off against each other. You didn't really get wrong. I thought right, we were just him checking a point how we got. Beginner. All right. Um, what is a mid-ranger slash sleeper? A mid-ranger would be someone like an Appy Coruscant in the hooker position, someone that's not priced highly but not a, not considered a cheapie. They're sort of that middle price range and probably considered more of a risky choice. There is the chance they could perform better and average a higher score than what's predicted, but there's also a chance that they might not be as consistent as a gun um, in the hooker position, someone like a Cameron Smith or Damian Cook. And what was the other one, man? No, uh, sleeper. Same, it's the same thing, mid-ranger sleeper. Like they, most mid-rangers can go either way. One's sleeper and could go to near gun status. Not quite gun, but near gun, get you the money to get to no, a gun. Yeah. It's just the same term for a yeah. different term yeah. for the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I suppose for your mid-range, probably also looking at um, players that aren't owned by a large percentage. No, nah, that's a... No, don't worry about that. that, you, that you just... <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I would say a, a mid-ranger or a sleeper, um, I'm going to probably step on uh, like a, a, a terminology. Um, pretty much a mid-ranger is someone you're right that's at that middle price point, right? But if they're a sleeper, they're someone who ideally is going to get more minutes this year based on what they've got last year. So, for example, a benchy that's gotten to a starting spot. So they're still at a decent price range, two, three, four, right? But... If they get the minutes, they've proven that they get the base or they get the attack, or they get the average, whatever you need, that they're going to hopefully get you up to that gun status or become a stepping stone later on to get you up to that gun that you want. The other other way they can go is a trap, which I dare say will be another question later on. Um, okay, point each. Well done, boys. Sweet as. We're killing this coffee. Um, what is a pod? There you go. So uh, I think that's what... I think I touched on it before, like a, a player yeah. of difference, player yeah. that has a lower own, like he isn't as owned at a higher percentage rate as others. A player that will get you, will separate you from the pack, yeah. essentially, because it's not he's not owned as much as other people. Yeah. Okay, now I feel he's pretty much nailed this answer. I would say 
Give to, him the percentage. Yeah, to reach pod status, you'd need to go 10%. But can I ask a follow-up um, question? 10 and under. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, 10 and under. Yeah. Uh, can I ask a follow-up question, though? No. You just answer the questions that are given. What's your question? Go, mate. Pardon? Feel what's, free. What's the benefit of a pod? And why would you... Like, if, if you were looking to go real heavy on pods, why would you go down that route? Good question, Jazzy. Cheers, Clarky, mate. that's for you, mate. <laughs> you go you go down that route because because you want to uh, separate yourself. Like you could be getting the same amount of scores as a lot of other people in your league, so you take a risk on a POD to, to try to separate yourself from the pack. Yeah, pretty, like the leagues is, is probably the crucial part there. Um, yeah. I mean, no, look, even even overall, you, you can take you can take risks on pods with overall. Um, I'd say and, and a lot so, of the previous winners would have taken risks with pods. No doubt, that's it. And I mean, you are you are taking risks on on you know certain cheapies and well, not necessarily cheapies because you hear about a good cheapie coming through. Lot people tend to get on, especially people in the loop. But uh, a sleeper or like you know a mid ranger that maybe gets minutes out of nowhere or that, you know, comes to fill an injury out of nowhere and people don't expect them to do as well as they do. The people that get on early on those bad boys, like Kenny Bromwich or something last season, if you got on around mid-season, good pod, had really low ownership, went on a good run, you know, absolutely killed it. And then all of a sudden his ownership jumps up. All right. Seeing as you asked that question, you can't get a point. So bonus point for you, Clarky. Well done. Bang. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, taking the quiz out in your own hands is fucking you. All right. Um, What is a dual position player? Uh, Dual position player uh, example would have been John Bateman last year, a player that is going to get more points in a particular position that they're likely to play, but Supercoach allows you to put them in a, a separate position to what they might be playing and still get points for it. Yep. Got anything to add to that, champ? No, we've um, got it right. So you can't get a point because nah, you flat out and no, no, He's dead set tearing away. He's tearing away. I've got a response. No, well, if, it, if he gets it right, we move on, don't we? A dual position player uh, is rare. Right, like <laughs> this year is rare. Right, we're like, not asking how uh, rare. We how, just want to know how, what. The how are they beneficial? Part, yeah, exactly. Major benefit of a dual position player. This is, is to Clarky. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, this is the next question. My yeah. bad. Major benefit would be, example, John Bateman playing at back row, but you having him as a centre last year, um, which I, I read a lot of people had. You pretty much he, he's going to get more points playing as a forward in the middle because he's going to get more touches of the footy. Than you would at centre. Yep. Yeah. Um, well, hold on. No, also, like when it comes to trades, man. When it comes, like you, you depends how much cash you've got saved and whether you've got a buffer and stuff like that. But sometimes you need to get in or need to get out a certain player, and having a dual position player that allows you to trade up and down the line of your team is the most beneficial thing about them. That's right. why I'm working hard on trying to get as many as I can impossible because if you can actually create those chains up and down, you can go full back to hooker, and sometimes you need to because if someone serious gets injured, you know you don't want 700 grand sitting on your bench for an ACL. You know what I mean? Like, bang, you need to get that money out and you need to do it now. All right. But those options are very limited this year, unfortunately. Yeah. 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 Is there any way for them to be unbeneficial? Uh, Play them in reverse. Play a centre in your second row. Like someone who's actively playing centre like Joey Manu as a second rower. That's probably not the best use of a second row. Because you cut Clarky off on his question, he gets another bonus point. <laughs> uh, you're tearing away, Clarky. I'm telling you, mate. You should just sit there, eh? Uh, you're dead set smashing it. Um, all right. So how many trades per week do you get? 
I'd have to take a guess. I'm going to guess two. Yeah. Jazzy, I'll yeah. give you a point each. Uh, hold on, there's a super trade round. How many do you get for that? I'll double it up. I'll guess four. Five. Five. Jazzy, he's clawed a point back on you there, Clark. Uh, you you're screwed. You're way in front. You're way in front. When is it? Oh, this is <laughs> this is a stitch up now. No, no, okay, yeah. no, 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 okay. But the the reason why I ask is because coming up to TLT, you've got a plan for your super trade and your buys and your origin period. So knowing no. when you can Don't actually make those trades. No, 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 I'm not overloading yeah, you, no, but I'm just saying. Yeah, quiz. It's, but it's important to know when that time is because you're going to make some severe changes to your team. You've got five trades. So you're going to make a lot of changes during that week. Just take a stab, bro. I'll guess round 10. Pre-origin, nah. No, nah, it's mid-origin. Yeah, it, it's, it's during the international rep round when everyone's got the week off. You've got that whole two-week period then to make five trades. So you get to play around with it a bit. So it's good for a bit of, you know, tossing up how you're going to set up your run home. Can you bank trades? For example, if you don't use your trades round one, can you use them in round two? Oh, if you don't use your two in round one, will you have four in round two? Yeah, I'll, I'll guess no. Well done, Clarky. Yeah. Correct. I'll yeah. give you a half point, Jazzy. It is good to bank trades, but if you can. Claw yeah. them back. Uh, how many games before money changes? Oh. Four? How many trades you get? I'll get into that later. Alright. Yeah. See, I haven't seen the quiz. I've got no idea where you're going with it. Uh, nah. Sorry, what was the question? How many until the money changes? Yeah. You get yeah. two you get two free looks. After round two, the money changes. So the team you pick for round three is the new money. Nah. Nah? Yeah. Uh, after round three, their prices will change. Really? Yeah. Oh, just sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. After round three, the prices change. So the team you pick going into round three after your yep. two free looks is the team that benefits from the money change. So you need to have your money makers down before round two locks out. Oh, sorry, round three locks that's out. That's it. If you've missed anyone that's exploded at the start of the season, yeah. get them in before round three, before their prices change. It's crucial or, in those, yeah. in those or two trades. Or the other way around. Yeah, or vice versa. That's it. In those four trades, if you've started with anyone who's looking like duddish or looking to start and slow and you've missed out on anyone that is clearly going clackers and is going to make serious coin, like they've dropped a couple of, you know, 60s, 80s, 100s in a week or in those two weeks, you have to get them in pretty much. I mean... Well, not not have to. On That goes back to Clarky's note before with the historical averages, more like that. If someone like that explodes out of the blocks, you jump on. But if someone who's averaged 30 for the last five years and come out and scored six tries in the first three weeks, that's got trap written all over it. Yeah, and unless maybe they've been put into a new position or they got in a starting spot or maybe they've moved from an edge to a lock or vice versa. Yeah, a lot of things can factor into it, but usually it's a... But that that's it. So in which case, like someone like you, Clarky, like you, you'll know that one of these changes is taking place and mm-hmm. that's it, man. Like that's It's all about making uh, the cash. So it's about knowing who's about to make a move and a serious move. So who's about to maybe flick into a starting position because someone's underperforming or, you know, when a coach's rotation is about to happen or something. Um, the three games before the money changes, mm-hmm. um, that's that's pretty important. Uh, it, 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 you know the question, Berks. Is that in your quiz? No. 
No? Okay, so that three games applies to any player. They need to have played three games this season. So when someone comes on mid-season, you still get two free looks in. Right? So when someone comes in, they need to be playing for really minimum four, five, six weeks. And I, four or five weeks, yeah, oh, it's a bit touch and go. They've got to be making a lot of coin in that four or five weeks, right, guaranteed. We're getting distracted again, yeah. I think. How many trades do you get throughout the year? Oh, okay, cool, yeah. Oh, five on the Super 1 class. Oh, 55? Nah, we wish. That'd be lovely. 37, I believe. Yeah. Okay. So when Con said bank and trades, right? Like, yeah, you get about, I think... 1.3 or 1.4 a week. So you don't get you, you don't get to use two every week. If you do that, you'll burn them all up before the end of the year and you'll be stranded. Yeah. So it's important to, you know, be thinking about... This is why I said that super trade round's important because you want to be thinking about who's going to be in and out for Origin and buys sort of now and Teamless Tuesday. Not too heavily. No. If you've got a 50-50 that you're weighing up, you might yeah, yeah, take that into the equation, but... Or at least be maybe trying to think about how you might transition from the side you're starting with to the side that's going to get you through origin to the side that's your run home. And how are you going to build cash and, you know, step up to as many guns as possible by the end of the season? we got time for that, but Yeah. Build yourself a dream team before a ball's kicked that you want to finish the year with. That's the best advice we can give you. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. it's hard when you're a beginner. Yeah, you don't really know know what you're looking for. Well, no, but he knows footy. So... Yeah, but... Cooper Cronk, key example, doesn't always translate. In real life, rugby league doesn't always translate to super coach scores. So just because they're gunning real life, they're not always super coach gun. What's a break even? Oh, a player that doesn't make money or lose your money? Nah, a break even is like the most important thing in super coach because it tells you pretty much who's going to make the money. Right, so a break even is what a player needs to hit to uh, break even and not make or lose any money. So if uh, someone's break even is like, say, negative 60, they're guaranteed to make money next round, right? It's a question yep. of whether that break even is going to stay low. as a, Like eventually it balances out against their average, right? So you have to watch your averages and your break evens, but it's one of the most important numbers and it's built into the app if you get Supercoach uh, stats. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Watch it because usually with the cheapies, when your break even starts to get up near your average, it's time to cash them in and get a new cheapie or up, like, upgrade to a gun, like you said. Unless it's the center wing, because they can just fall over for a try any time, and their scores going to their price going to rise again. My my one of the biggest bites for me last year was I got rid of Micah Sivo on the wing, um, or oh, maybe six tries into his season, maybe six seven tries into his season. He had a couple of slow weeks, and I was just like, ah, oh, he's done. And then he went on to be like one of the highest try scorers last year. So. Was the highest try scorer? Yeah, that's it. I thought should that was the case, but I wasn't hundred percent. Yeah, how can a break even trap you? Oh, that's irrelevant. Doesn't matter. That's no, a shit question. It, yeah, no, no, it, no, it, no. it, it is Move important because Con's already touched on it. Um, so when you, as he said, you know, if you see a player come out and score, you know, six tries in the first three weeks, right? Yep. What's going to happen is that he says they're a trap, but. 
because you're going to see their break even is like negative and, and well, it's pretty that, low. That was a real bad example because if anyone scores six tries in three weeks, you jump on because you're going to make cash for a while. Yeah, they're clearly doing it right. But, but yeah, not, if they score the, a try game or something, yeah, they're out of the average. The point is if you've got someone who's consistently knocking 30s and then one game they luck over to get you know, a single or a double and their score goes up by 30, 40, 50, 60, right, their break even is going to come down. They're going to look real lucrative. Joel Thompson would do it to you a few times. But mm. if they don't score well the next week, their break even is going to balance out really quickly and you've wasted a trade because you've gotten Two this, to get them out. Yeah. Bang. Two to get them out because you've put a trade to get them in and then you have to trade them out because they're garbage, right? So yep. this is where you have to be careful of traps. You can't only watch break evens like where you know like the historical data and you, you know the games and the teams and stuff like that. You can see you know who had a luck week and who's like, okay, on a run. Get on the people that are going on a run. All right. I'll give you his Bayford point for that. Beautiful. Um, You're killing it, Clarky. Can I trade a fullback for a second row forward? We kind of covered that. No. Yeah. I don't know if there's like a dual position involved. Yeah. But how do, do Can I do it? Uh, no. Yeah, 100%. You definitely can. That's why you need as many different... He did different... say he did kind of get it right. He said yeah. if you dual positions involved. Yeah, that's it. As many dual positions as possible, But right? tell him how to right. do it, so does he? If, if, I, if I've got a fullback center wing, right? A center yep. wing, second rower. Hold on, what, what positions am I going for? Uh, fullback to second row. Fullback to second row, yeah. So that, that's easy. That's only a couple of steps. No. And that's probably... I want to make it easy. That's probably doable this season. But you could go all the way to hooker if you need. Um, going through halves suck, but it's quite possible even with some of the cheapies. So... You go, say, your fullback gets injured, right? Bang, get get your fullback out. There's a gun second row you want to get with that cash, right? So, oh, Luttrell goes to fullback. But yeah, or, or vice versa, all right? Hypothetical. No, but, that's what I mean. You move your centre wing like a Luttrell down to fullback. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So, fullback out, you move your centre down to fullback, and then you can move your sec- a second row centre down into the centre, and then on your trade screen, it opens up your ability to trade in a new second rower. So, yep. you can move a dedicated fullback out and bring in a dedicated second rower if you've got the dual positioners floating around in your side for them to hold positions for here and now and trade around to allow certain trades to happen. That's why they're... With McInnes and Chaz and Carrigan and Liam Knight and players that, you can pretty much go from fullback to any position you want. Yeah. Oh, five-eighths a bit tricky this year. Last year, we had a couple of fullback five-eighths, which made it easy. Yeah. This year, there's not as many of them going around. So five-eighths is a bit harder, but going hook at a half is, is doable. But you might means you might have to trade up like your fullback through second uh, centre, second row, um, hooker, and then back down to half. But, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. I'm giving you a point because you did say yes to start with because you, you already answered another question. You just didn't realise yeah. it yet. Yeah. It's one of them things that the coppers do to you, like ask you the same question different ways just to fuck you. Sorry. <laughs> Allegedly, um, Anyway, yeah. Um, okay, what is a base stat and why are they important? Uh, base stat, mm, I want to say a base stat is the average that the player got last year. Uh, no, base stat is the basic stat that they're going to, basic super coach stat and point points that they're going to get just from the course of the game being played, right? Uh, okay. Tackles, hit-ups, runs under and over eight metres, right? Stuff like that. Just as, far, as long as a team has got Not the ball like that, and, it's, that. and it's going forward or a team is defending and making tackles, right? Well, like usually you move forwards. 
your middle forwards are the and hookers they're the most reliable ones for your base stats because they're in the middle where most of the hit ups and tackles are happening. Yeah. That's why Bateman was so lucrative in centres last year because he's playing second row, he's playing in the middle, he's getting he's not base playing in stats. the middle, he's on the edge. He's yeah, he's, he's playing, just in. No, he's, but he's, he's not. He's not playing. Okay, middle. okay. He's so playing. sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Forgive my ignorance. He's, right. he's, he's, he's playing. Just he's playing up the front and he is playing forward and he is making those tackles and hit ups and he was earning quite a bit in base. So having him stashed in your centres, he's guaranteed he's going to get you 50 in base. If he makes line breaks or try assists or anything like that, oh, cool, he might pump up 60, 70, 80. Awesome. Because I've, I've, he's down in my centres where I'm pretty much gambling every week. Because if my wingers go over, sweet, their scores might pump up. But if they don't, then you get like me with Sivo and you get two 30s, 40s in a, in a row and you're like, what's going on here? Bad right. example, take point off, Jazzy. Bad example? Yeah. Why? Because that's the... Bad example. Tell him why, son. <laughs> Tell him why. Ba- Bateman's an edge back rower. They're usually not base heavy. He's usually your props and your locks and you. But, ba- but Bateman was base heavy, wasn't he? Oh. You were catching up to Jazzy not a 65 like a Clemmer base who's in the middle. <laughs> no, I didn't and, say he was base. I didn't that's say why, he was that's base why I said it's a bad example. Okay, but how, how, how many base guns are you going to be able to stash in your centres? How many 65 bases are you going to be able to stash in your centres? Well, you're not. Not many. Exactly. But you're getting so them there it. because they do do a bit more work than a centre, and they can get the attacking stats being on the edge as well. I.e. Bateman. So therefore, but it wasn't a bad example. I just it said he played. Bad example. I said he played about in the base middle. Stats. It's, it's base stat, not attack. He's more reliant the on attacking question, stats and right. tackle breaks and stuff. Next question is, what is an attacking stat, Clarky? Just, just think what wasn't just spoke about. <laughs> 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 and the point's yours, bro. <laughs> runs, tackle, uh, runs, tackle breaks, line breaks, etc. Yep. Yeah, well, I, I didn't think it was runs. Runs are base, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, tries, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. All the special All stuff. Players. Yeah. I'll give you some point each kicks. for that. Uh, no, do kicks count as base? Or do kicks count as attacking? I think they count uh, as goal base, kicks, actually. Goal nah. kicks are a base stat. Yeah, goal kicks are a base stat. Does goal it... kicks are a base stat. Very given. Yeah. yeah. Depends on what team. Depends on how nah, you it, give yeah. them to field, base. Field yeah. goals and stuff all count as attacking stats, but yeah, the, the conversions count as... So you're back on, you're back on track, boys. Um, a force stat. What is a force stat? A force stat. Forced. Like forced error, but force stat. They're out there, trust me. Uh, think think uh, of things you can force in a game. Forcing uh, error, forcing a dropout, forcing uh, a scrum. Yes, you don't yeah. see it much, but that's actually a stat. That's it. Uh, <laughs> that's that's two points for Clarky. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Tearing away again, bud. Tearing away again. Did you have got that one, Josie? Well, yeah, I was... Pretty much thinking they down the same line of logic. Did you have did you have scrum four scrum stat? Part no, I had force penalty. Oh yeah, I'll give you that. All right, I'll give I you that. Force penalties. Nah, There's no, no point for Jazzy. Fuck a minus one for Jazzy. Why not? <laughs> no, nah, we won't be that harsh. Now we can't really do this this year because this was a last year question. What's the advantage of stacking the backs with dual position players? Well, we've we've yeah, covered we've the covered advantage that. of that, Jazzy. Um, That's a good example to use, Bateman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's your Bateman example. <laughs> um, all right. What is an AE nightmare? Do you know what an AE is yet? Have you read uh, up on that it? That probably would have been a better question first. Yeah. Right, let's start with it. what's an AE. Yeah. Do you know? An auto emergency. That's what it stands for. Yeah. It's one of them super coach lingos you'll see everywhere. All right. Is that when you sort of like put your 
captain on someone on the bench, so your vice captain gets in or something. He's under it. He's under. He knows the loop. That's the loop. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but, my mate was telling me about it, but I didn't. Yeah. Well, yeah. Your, your auto emergency is what happens if a player is named, so you put them out in your on-field t- side. Like SJ then, does it. And then, yeah, for some reason, leave SJ alone, bro. Get off his back, he hey. He fucking does it, but anyway, yeah. ca- calm down, you two. <laughs> Right, for some reason they don't play. Say they get injured at training on the lead up or something, or something happens. Thirty seconds. Right, for for whatever <laughs> for whatever reason they don't play, um, your lowest scoring player who doesn't score a zero becomes your auto emergency. They come on and you automatically pick up theirs. Yeah. So that's an auto emergency. How does it become a nightmare? <laughs> well, so, sometimes the player can play and still score zero. Which you're just spewing. Yeah, yeah. But in that case, you don't get an auto-emergency. It's only if the player that you've got in your starting side doesn't play that yep. you pick up the auto-emergency. If your player goes out there and scored zero, happened to me twice last year, uh, you just cop that zero and you cop it sweet. To be honest, if they go out and they do something dumb that gets them a negative result and then they don't do anything to get that back because say maybe they cop an HIA and then they're off captain in that week then yeah you literally your captain would go from minus one to minus two hypothetically oh right cheer in that week trust me yeah I think I did it in BBL one week it's a new phone that week (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay yeah so what's the AE nightmare like when you you've done the loop or something or someone's stuck there and you get stuck with a 12 yeah, I guess so. Like, if, oh. if, if you you try to do the loop method, you but then you're... The no, I didn't ask Clarky the question because I was just getting us back on track and you just answered your own quiz. I'll minus myself a Real point. professional. I'll put myself on, I'll minus one. Can I get five for there. me? <laughs> Jesus, Bergs. Oh, even if you had five, you wouldn't catch up to Clarky at the moment. <laughs> I, do, I do believe that. I do believe that. Um, what are some things you should never do while, throughout a season of Supercoach? You may not have heard some of these terms yet, but so have a shot. Thing, uh, I guess, make excessive trades. Yeah, that's one. Oh, you're taking me wrong. That the limit will stop you doing that. Nah, but yeah, if you can help it, definitely. Here's your. Ch- I'll give you. Wait, wait, can I? A chance to equal up here. I'll give you five points. Yeah. If you if you can get four things. Four things. Okay. Don't play with your heart. That's one. Never trade a gun. No. No, never trade a keeper. Oh. Barring injury. Yeah. You, you you don't have cash sitting on your bench wasting cash. Um, oh, you should never do throughout a season. Um, oh. Huh? Angry. Oh, rage trade. Don't never. help the fucker oh, out. <laughs> right, never rage trade. So never just go like, you know, like I did with Sivo last year. Two thirties in a row. This guy's garbage. No, he'd shown lots of potential before that, and then he continued to show potential. That was that was pretty much rage trading. Another great example was when I got rid of Jai Arrow for roll the dice price. Um, I was angry. I was angry. Uh, so you should definitely shouldn't do that. He was angrier after he did it. He realized um, he couldn't go back. And don't trade during the lockout. Even if you've still got if you haven't traded. Right. No, I'm taking a point there. Yeah. I'm taking a point there. No, no. I'll, 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 well, I don't give a fuck what these two say. I will give you some word of advice. Right. You, if you haven't spent your trades for the week, are still able to complete a trade during the lockout period. Be careful if you've had a couple of drinks and you've been watching the footy and someone had a bad game. 
right? It might fall into the rage trade category, but you should be very, very careful because if you make that trade... No, but if they've already played and they played a bad game him. that weekend, you can't trade Okay, them. well, then fair enough. But if right, you, if let, no, let me put a hypothetical to you. Yeah. Payne Huss plays usually Thursday or Friday night being in the Broncos team. He does an ACL in the warm-up. And he's gone for the season. Okay, okay, you're right. There, there are, there are, there are ways and means where sometimes it is smart to trade during God that forbid. lockout period. That's yeah, just exactly. took, that took one of your points away. Yeah, no, fair enough. Because to Carton be honest, he's back in front. All right. <laughs> Hold on. What was the fourth thing? What did I miss? No, I just said, I don't know. No, well, you said if I could name four things. I mean, I came up with the three crucial ones that you guys told me last year. We've oh. already covered on dual positions enough that I you didn't feel like you, you, you don't want to stack your backs with too many no, players from the one team, obviously, for obvious reasons, just in case they go out and get spanked that week. You're going to have a sh- sh- shit score. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, variety is the spice of life, definitely. It's one of the key fundamentals of Supercoach Killer. What? You said don't play, don't play with your heart. That was the first thing I said. I said, oh, don't, I said don't play with your heart. I said don't rage trade. I'll give you back half a point. <laughs> <laughs> I said never trade a keeper What was the fourth thing You told me to name four It's the whole reason I was coming well, out was With fr- other examples I think just throwing things Well don't do that well, I was saying where you're at Well I lost half a point well, Because you gave me The wrong number of examples no, To I give think, I think you lost half a point For the Yeah because I was trying to, Yeah because I was trying To figure out What the fourth thing was <laughs> Oh well gotcha No I didn't have four Gotcha I haven't even got two written down Look, We're just winging it Look now boys <laughs> Yeah. Hey, he's writing it all down. You're a can no. camera, bro. Just remember <laughs> send that. Send a text. <laughs> You're going out to Facebook. Are you watching yourself send a text? Because that would be amazing. <laughs> he's sending out DPs. <laughs> Here you go, fans. Take yeah. two of these. Um, yeah, so now that's the quiz. He's got the hot tip. Clarky got you by point. Oh, beautiful. Good Tw- on you, Clarky. 25 to 24. You'll be right, killer. We don't have prizes, so... Sorry, yeah. you've won for nothing. Well, no, I'll, I'll be honest, I'll be honest. You know what? We do have a prize, but it's not for our our little quiz just then. What it is for is for the people that can get uh, the name Supercoach360 as far and wide as they possibly can, Clarky. Right? And what we have to win is this fantastic Supercoach ring that's been given us to the guys. Thanks to the guys at www.supercoachchampions.com. Uh, so... Really, to go about winning it, all you have to do uh, is you just have to try and, yeah, get our name as far out as possible. So I got uh, Josh Mansour to give us a bit of a video shout-out for the podcast. Supercoach360, get on it, right? So, like, you know, get on the radio, get on the telly. Mate, I don't care. Get on a bus stop. I don't, do what you got to do, he's got it on his car. vowsy has got it on his car. <laughs> there you go, right? 100%. I'm actually thinking yeah. about getting some stickers made up. So, watch the presses for that because that might be one way to get it in all sorts of different places. But you want to you get your chance at winning this fantastic ring, buddy, then, uh, yeah. All right. That, um, that is a prize you can get. Should we quickly pick apart... Clarky's team. I am curious to see who Clarky's running with at this point. Yeah, I definitely am. So, have you already picked your team, man? Or at least you got a running draft going? Oh, I've got my team in front of me, yeah. Yeah? Who are you rolling with, bud? All right. Um, I'll go, should I go with my starting side first and then go over the bench? Just go just go top to bottom. Like, use your, say your nine and your, and your bench and then just go all the way down. All right. So, Cameron Smith and Blake Braley. Yeah. Oh, so you go on the pod option of Smith at start. Well, I read today that he averaged more than Damian Cook last year when Cookie um, and Cookie dropped a little bit during the origin period. Yeah. Um, front rows, Payne Haas, Maweki Fodawaka, Lindsay Collins and Toby Rudolph. Yeah. yeah. That sounded yeah. good. You're not worried about Fodawaka not having a preseason? 
Um, not really, man. He played last year with a wrist that needed surgery after like round eight and a knee that yeah. needed a clean out. Like the dude's tough as nails. Yeah. He's only a kid think, too. Yeah, I think even if he does come back and the Titans take a conservative approach and ease him back in like round two or something, I think Rudolph's earned the spot on the bench for the Sharks and Collins is likely going to be there for Roosters also. So I should be able to put either one of those in there if in a worst-case scenario. Well, but you could be giving up a lot of ground to start with right there by playing one of those right. in the front row. Mm. That could be dangerous. Mm. Uh, second row... Jason Tamalolo, Cameron Murray, David Fafita. Um, and bench is Jaden Sua, Tino, I'm never going to try to pronounce that last name, and yeah. Billy Magulius. Yep, Tino, is he from Melbourne? Yeah. yeah. Melbourne, Fast yeah. Fast a few more minutes this year. Uh, Harves, Mitch Moses, Jerome Luai, Billy Walters, who looked really good at hooker in the trials, and George Williams. Not Just, worried about Reynolds? Um... I think Reynolds might get the nod ahead of Billy, but Billy's a lot cheaper, and I couldn't fit Reynolds in my side, so um, settled with Walters there. But I'm pretty happy. Like I was impressed with his trial form at hooker, and when I messaged him a while ago, he said he had been just training in the halves this preseason, but he actually went and spoke to Madge himself and said, can I please train at hooker because I want to break into NRL there. So showing good initiative with the coach, so he might get rewarded with a spot, hopefully. With, with him starting a trial on the weekend and playing 50 minutes, I think, Odd, what gives you the impression Reynolds will get the starting gig just because he offered a little bit more when he was on the field? or? No, I think Reynolds retains the 14 role because yeah. Billy's such a strong defender, whereas Reynolds is more... A tripper. Uh, more, <laughs> <laughs> more, more of an impact player. He comes yeah. on and his high energy is what... Um, and enables yeah. him to, you know, have a successful game. Whereas Walters is consistent. He's come from the Melbourne Storm system, so he's one of those players like a Cam Smith and a Munster that slowly works themselves into games. And I think if you're bringing Billy off the bench, you don't get his full value as a player if you don't enable him to work his way into the game. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, using them both the wrong way. If Reynolds is starting. Yeah. Now, this next part, because I'm on a sports deck, it might be a little different to Supercoach, um, but my Supercoach team is basically the exact same as this. Yeah. Um, centres, it has centres and wingers and fullbacks are, are split on this one. So my centres are Blake Ferguson, Zach Lomax. Yeah. My bench is uh, GL from Titans, Greg Lelicio. Yeah, big kid. I don't name either. Uh, and Jack Bird, because rumours suggest he will be lining up at fullback, not Osaka anymore. Mm. So I made that trade today. And then my wings fullback are Tom Travojevic, Ryan Pappenhausen, Scott Drinkwater, and my best and Jason Saab. Hmm. Saab. You reckon so, Saab will get a run? I think yeah. it's between him and Tristan Saylor at this stage. And... I think Jason Saab has a little bit more to offer than Tristan Saylor. I think Saylor's more of a playmaker and better in the middle of the field. I think he's a little wasted on the wing. Whereas particularly with the new NRL rules where an attacking player cannot be touched in the air, I think that's really going to suit someone like Jason Saab, who's one of the taller wingers in the game. Um, so that's your other... What was the other thing called? Sports deck. The sports deck team that you were reading in, yeah? Yeah, yeah. But Supercoach is... Like virtually identical. I just um, there's like one or two players that are different. Yeah, it's just because you name three fullbacks and you only get the two in your super coach. Uh, Bradman best falls under wing on this one. Uh, you named Drinkwater, didn't you? Puppenhausen and 
Uh, drink water? Or ha- yeah, he's he's um, yeah, he must be a. I think he has on this one. He's dueling the actual supercoach run as a five-eight fullback. Yeah, or on this one, he's classified as a wing fullback and a half, so they must be able to have. Oh, okay. Three. That's right. insane. That's cool. Wow. No, it makes it a lot easier, doesn't it? Yeah. So okay. what's, this, what's this sports deck? What is this? I got no well, idea. Pretty, pretty much, I, I, I used to be in the navy, so I've got a job right now with BAE, um, just doing satellite engineering, and I'm still on the navy base. So we're basically using uh, like the intranet of defense, and they have Supercoach banned under games, but they haven't banned sports deck. So the boys at work are all using sports deck, so we can at least play in work time. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. lovely! You realise you just said that on Facebook Live forever. Ah. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, if he gets banned, like you know whether it had, you had anything to do with nah, it. No, no. He's hoping it doesn't. Lucky, lucky we're not that famous. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You're very lucky. Um, all right, but it sounds really cool though. Um, okay. Now it sounds like you're on the right track there. It sounds like you've done it right with your team. There's not really much to pick apart until obviously TLT comes and we get a lot more firmer idea yeah. of what's going on. Yeah, Teamless Tuesday is going to create heaps more clarity around the teams because there's you know. Um, so many players like you know Walters might not be there um, GL might not be there Jack Bird could get named at centre um, Saab could miss out Luai could miss out but like you say Teamless Tuesday will add so much more clarity and really enable me to tidy this one up I reckon yeah, yeah. definitely it's what we're all waiting for mm. alrighty um, questions I reckon it's about time to get on to question time for All sure right, I'll so, do the questions from our listeners that's it you've got, you've got the post there Clark I are you happy to stick around and answer some questions with us bud yeah man no worries at all yes sweet ass right. I'm just going to grab my drink quickly yes sweet okay. ass how would you rank some of the forwards how would you rank some of the forward mids like Hess Tarpany Williams and Horse I already have Knight and Lucci and Carrigan also what does Clarky think of Reddit <laughs> That's Reddit. from Joshua McMillan. I love Reddit, Josh. They're all, and they love me. Make no mistake about that. <laughs> <laughs> Got a lot of fans on Reddit. Um, Cohen Hess, I would say, probably the most interesting for me from a uh, not from a super coach perspective, but from a, a broader perspective as a rugby league reporter. He's trimmed down about five to seven kilos this off season, and um, Paul Green's come out and said he's never seen him look fitter since he's coached him. You know, we only we're talking about a player that not two years ago was in the Maroons side, was one of the most damaging ball running back rowers, and I think 2018 not only him but the whole sort of Cowboys side regressed and they didn't have an identity or, or a style of football. And I think Hess was one of the players that really struggled with that. You know, he got shifted from the middle to the edge to centres, whereas I think losing that way, coming in, showing. Paul Green that he's determined to earn back his spot and even having the courage to say that he wants his origin spot spot back um, I'm expecting him to have a great season and whether that does translate over to super coach I would say it would given he is such a great attacking back roller so Cohen Hess would be my most favoured of those options yeah you're right they, they, play, they kept trying to play the same style they were playing for five years with Jonathan Thurston two years after he retired and just wasn't working for him their attack was shocking last year. So predictable. And they yeah. just had no speed or X factor in there at all to add any kind of punch to it either. Yeah, and sort of not to get on Hess while he's down, but I do believe players like him and Gavin Cooper 
got a little bit too comfortable because there wasn't those young guns like Shane Wright um, yeah. pushing for a spot. So they just knew that they were being selected each week. Whereas, um, you know, just Hess's attitude seems a lot better right now and he seems really determined. And like I said, like only two years ago, he was one of the most damaging ball runners in the comp. Well, so he scored 12 tries two, two years ago. Exactly. But yeah, he's off the piss as well. I reckon he's just been hitting the gym all off season. Um, but I'd go Jack Williams first personally. Yeah. And then probably Hess, if he starts over Shane Wright, obviously. And then yeah. Horse, depending on Bateman, he's a bit worried. But, yeah, I've got no love for Tarpany personally. Yeah, Jack Williams is an interesting one because I think we all know he will start at lock because yeah. he's got a little bit more experience than Billy Magulius. Um, and, but, but the biggest thing is John Morris hasn't actually come out and confirmed as much. But we've got to keep in mind, Billy Magulius can play hooker as well. So it does make more sense to bring him off the bench in the 14 jersey. That way, if Blake Braley needs a rest, you can bring him on at hooker. Yeah. Or if a middle forward or an edge forward needs a rest, you can bring him on there. He offers a lot more versatility than Jack Williams, and ultimately that could be what costs him the starting spot. Well, ideally, hopefully it's Connor Tracy gets the utility spot and Billy misses out, and then that means big, big yeah. Williams for Jack Williams. Yeah, it definitely does. And Connor Tracy... Um, he's he is well liked at the Sharks. Mm. I think he did an ACL twice there. Went to the Rabbitohs, did an ACL again, um, and just kept pursuing, kept chipping away at it, doing his rehab, and then obviously was rewarded with the debut last year. Uh, he's a fantastic player, though. Oh, that's good stuff. Um, all, right. all right, this is a long question from from Matty Person. Who is the best Supercoach podcast host, and why am I? Uh, seriously though, does Clarky know? What he's getting himself into with the super coach, it is more addictive than heroin. Serious question, do you lads see this season as finally being every super coach nerd's wet dream, the year of the mid-ranger? With the inherent lack of cheapies forthcoming, how many mid-rangers do you guys currently own? Also something to ponder is what effect will the coronavirus have on NRLs at some stage this season? Uh, reaching wow. pandemic proportions, it's predicted... That in the best case scenario, 50% of Australia's population will be infected with the coronavirus. We potentially we that could potentially see entire teams in quarantine. Well, you know Queensland's going to get it come Origin time. <laughs> <laughs> That's a stitch up. Fifty percent of Australia is projected to get coronavirus. That doesn't sound right. It, do, it does. It sounds a bit extreme. <laughs> it I don't sounds know. A bit out there, considering like three people have it at the moment. But I know they've cancelled some games in the Serie R because of it. It's back up and running now, but they did cancel a few games from it. That was such a such a long question. Um, it was. There was so much to take um, in. I should have broke it up into several different questions. Hopefully the coronavirus doesn't affect the NRL. Yeah. But, uh, the NRL are already putting in some contingencies if it does. Mid-rangers for me are pretty much Maweki Fodawaka, <laughs> Jaden Sua. Jerome Luai, would you class him at 200? No, that's more of a cheapie. Yeah, he's, he's an expensive, he's, top of the range cheapie. Seven grand over cheapie, I think. Yeah, and probably, I guess, George Williams and Jack Bird. So I haven't really ran with too many mid-rangers. Just because it is my first year, I'll take more of a conservative approach as I learned. Um, did I answer that question? Was there more to it? Yeah, no, I think that's it. I'll, I'll, we'll tell them our mid-rangers and I'll go back to it. Yep. I've got one, two... Read them out. I've got Arpy, Liam on, Knight. Hold up, hold up, two seconds. Hey, Clarky, can you do me a favour? Mm. Can you just turn your video off and on again? Yeah. Cheers. All right, sorry, keep going. 
Oh, yeah, so I've got Liam Knight, Arpy, David Fafita's probably a high-end midi. Yeah. Jack Williams. Right at the top of the range. Um, I've got Milford. I've got Wacker Blake. Wonga. Wonga Blake. I've got Dallin. Wacker. <laughs> 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 and I've got... Um, yeah, Dallin. That's it. That's it for me. So two, four... Six, seven, eight. No, nah, well, I, I hopefully think it is the year of the mid because I've loaded up. I've got Happy Knight, David Fafita, Nathan Brown, really on the high end. Uh, Luciano Leilua, Patrick Carrigan, um, Burns, Joey Leilua, and Orbo, and Pappenhausen. Yeah, Pappenhausen. So I've got, so got Pappenhausen. I've as got well. about eight or nine. So I'm really banking on them to come through. Unless, uh, obviously, unless cheapies are named on TLT, that'll number will reduce. Yeah, and um, yeah, Matty Person he said, "Why is he the best Supercoach podcast host?" No, he asked who was the best one and why no, am said, I? Yeah, that's right. We'll tell him. We'll have to get him on. We'll see how good he really is. <laughs> I know he shits on point, but all right. Um, pick Matty two of Brinson, Luai, and Williams. Say again, Brimston, Luai, or... George Williams. Uh, I know Brimo is carrying a lower back injury at the moment, but he should be right for round one. I think Luai's pretty much run the race for the number six at the Panthers there. Um, and George Williams is a real interesting one. Like he, He's won the Super League. He's an English international half. He has a great running game, so you're likely to get those... Um, so some good attacking stats off him. But it's just the question of the unknown. Like I have him yeah. on my side, but typically English backs just haven't been able to perform um, in the NRL. But one thing that is good for George Williams, I think you look at the storm system with Munster and Hughes there in the halves, they're both running halves. Yeah. But because they're such a dominant hooker in Cameron Smith, the halves are unable to play their natural games because there's someone in the middle dominating and directing. Yeah. And I've, I really do believe Josh Hodgson is that man for the Raiders and will continue to develop that this year. Um, he's probably second in the game from Hooker um, in terms of direction. Yeah, definitely. Um, to Cameron Smith. So I think George Williams it will be enabled to play his natural game. So they're all interesting selections. I'd probably rank them uh, Luai, Brimo, and Williams last, but that's just because I'm a little bit conservative this year. Yeah, I've got the same option, uh, the same Order because Lil Ike, because you, like you said, he's safe, he's the cheapest. Brimson, he's playing fullback, so he should have the best base out of all of them. And Williams, I don't like pommy backs. So. Yeah, I'm Brimson first for me. Yeah. Because yeah, Lil still, he'll be the first to go at Penrith if anyone's going. You know what I mean? Unless they move Caleb Atkins and then put Lil to fullback, that's the only other thing I think they might do. That'd be lovely. Yeah, I'd like that too, but other than that, I'd. I'm a bit sceptical, but I don't trust Pommies. I want to watch him. Yeah, if, <laughs> if he kills it in the smashed. first two weeks, I'll try, probably try and find a way to get him in, George Williams, but I want to wait and see what he's got first right. against proper structured defense. Next one. Who's it from? Um, oh, sorry, that was Josh McMillan. Yeah. Um, Ryan Patton. Thoughts on Joel Thompson as a pod? Injury-free and for a big year. Yeah, Joel Thompson's a fantastic player. He's angry at me at the moment, but... Um, <laughs> ah, fuck him. <you>. He, he, <laughs> I put him in my top 20 um, back row rankings. I had him at... I think I had Elliot Whitehead at 21 and him at 22. Okay, yeah, so he's a bit dirty. 
he left me a bit of a nasty Graham Joel, so um, <laughs> yeah, he's off flaky at the moment. But you know, he's a consistent player, um, and he, he as he continues to progress in his career, he's really taken on a leadership role. Um, and you know, the pinnacle of that was probably being selected to captain the Indigenous All Stars team. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think Joel Thompson's the sort of player that when he takes on more of a leadership role, he elevates his game to new standards to try to set a high standard for those young guns such as Corey Waddell, Sean Kepi, Tanelia Paseka, etc. in the team. So, yeah, I think Joel Thompson is a genuine option. Yeah, go on. No, I'm just because, yeah, Supercoach history tells me he's, nah, he's, he's, his base isn't quite high enough and he doesn't mm-hmm. quite get the attacking stats often enough to make himself relevant. I wouldn't get him either. He's, he's one of those ones that through the year he'll go on, he'll score a double or something and get everyone excited. They'll jump on and he'll go back to his 40s every week. He's, don't you wrong, he's a worker. He's just not super coach relevant Yeah, he's good. At, he's one of those NRL players that doesn't translate. Cooper Cronk was the same. There's a few like others Like Tyson Frizzell, Tariq Sims, they're the same. They don't translate, but they're quality NRL players. They're devastating yep. out there, eh? Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, moving along. Next question. Who is it? Um, Josh McMillan again. Do you guys have an overall group? Yeah, I've sent him that. Right. Um, Ashley Raymond. What's the battle of the podcast? Um, do you think downgrading from Ramian to Sully is a good pod move? My gut says both will be good, but both can be a bit risky. I don't want to make too many risks too early. If I'm going to just have one, it'd probably be Sully. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd say Sully finished the year as strong as any centre, and he has the potential to be realistically one of the best attacking centres in the game, probably only second to Latrell when he's on because he does have that huge fend, big body, and ability to break tackles. I was going to say he's very BJ-esque. He is, isn't he? But there's, it's just concerning that I think he's 22, 23 years old, that there's already been so many question marks over his career as to consistency. Yeah. Whereas if we look at Jesse Ramian in the Sharks system in 2018, he was a consistent ball runner. Um, I'm not sure how he went on super coach, but as far as you know, no, an NRL decent. player is concerned, he was very consistent. So I guess it, it comes down to, do you want to take the risk on Sully, who could reward you a lot more, or do you want to take the more conservative option with Ramian, who I, I definitely think his super coach points will go up because he'll He'll simply get more touches at Cronulla. Sean Johnson and Chad Townsend play both sides of the field. At the Knights, Kalen Ponga only plays left yeah. side, really. So unless it was Pierce taking it to the line on the right side, Ramian just didn't get that early ball that he needs to be dam- uh, as damaging as he can be. I think yeah. he still led Newcastle for tackle breaks anyway, even with no ball, didn't he? No, I think he, he did. Right up there. He, did yeah. he finished yeah. the year like 15th in the NRL and didn't even play the last couple games. Yeah, yeah, he's a beast. Yeah, well, he averaged 52 in his first year well, back at the Sharks in 2018. That was without yeah. SJ inside him, so... And, and SJ is a different half there because, you, you know, SJ really does take the ball to the line. Yeah, definitely. He creates a lot for his runner. outsiders, yeah. Absolutely. And I think Jesse Ramian broke 15 tackles in the All-Stars game, which is, I mean, I cover the NRL every single round, cover a man of the match every single game. I've never seen someone break 15 tackles. I think Fafida broke 11 last year, maybe 13, but 15 some sort of record, even if it was a, considered a trial game. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Nah, I'm not copping that as a trial game. Them boys go out there and they 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 put they it on. Do, don't they? It was you a know, great they game. put on a good spectacle, man. 
And there's yeah, no. I thought that was one of the best games I've seen in a long time. There's no, there's no trial about that game. They, they love it. They do it for the pride of their peoples, and it's good. It's good to watch. Actually, it's, it's it's different when when all seventeen people are playing on both sides for a combined combined sort of passion and that's it. playing for their culture. And like you said, whilst in the eyes of the NRL, it is considered a preseason trial game or a spectacle. Yeah. It's so much more than that for the players. Definitely. Even myself watching the game, man, I loved it. Yeah, it's good. Okay. Okay. I'm keen as to see how guys definitely... Who's it from? Oh, sorry, Daniel Hand has some good knowledge. Not that I agree with him all the time, but where would the fun be, the fun in that be? Just wondering who he thinks will be a surprise gun this year. It's Daniel Hand. Surprise gun this year. Just going through my team now. Probably leaning with someone like Jaden Sewer from the Rabbitohs. Now, he's yeah. priced probably mid-range, you would say. But we have to remember he's a back rower, Last year, he made his international debut for Samoa. He's in the Queensland emerging team. He's a young gun with a ton of confidence playing under a coach, Wayne Bennett, that he left his home in Brisbane for. So there's all the confidence and everything right for this guy. And let's not forget that, you know, Cameron Murray will be making a move to back row this year. But prior to that, they lost both their back rowers in Sam Burgess and John Sutton. Yeah. So someone has to step up in a big way. I think Liam Knight will. I think Murray will. And I think Jaden Sewell will. Yeah, well, he was very. He, he had an injury affected last year too, which didn't really help mm. his average from last year, super coach wise. And you're not worried about Ethan Lowe stealing some minutes off him when he Ethan returns? Lowe will be there, but I, I think Ethan Lowe goes back to the bench, if I'm being honest. I don't think. I think Ethan Lowe is a consistent back rower, but I think when you look at this Rabbitohs team. And you look at their back line in particular and the running game of Cody Walker, the Rabbitohs need a damaging back rower like Jaden Sewer who can create opportunities through his offloads. I mean, it, it does depend whether Wayne Bennett wants to utilise that early in a game or perhaps he thinks, let's start Ethan Lowe, take some sting out of the forward pack and allow Jaden Sewer to be more devastating with his offloads. It, it comes back to Wayne Bennett's thoughts. But um, as you say, if Jaden Sewer was benched for Ethan Lowe, obviously that would change my opinion yeah. heavily uh, on that selection. Um, who's your surprise gun this year, bud? Surprise gun this year will be... It's not going to be a surprise. It's going to be David Feeder. Well, that's not the question. Yeah, but it's... That... Okay. Right. He's only um, I'm, I'm going to go with Clarky starting front rubber in Mo Futawaka. I reckon he's yeah. going to elevate the gun status this year. Be the man. All right. Yeah, you can. Oh, can I? All right, I'm taking back over the questions. Um, Brad Huxley. Thoughts on how Cleary, Moses and Williams looked and have looked throughout the trials, games and the nines. Granted, only one look at George. Extension of the question. How did you rate Brimston and Taylor as Titans fan? Yeah, as a Titans fan, I really like what I've seen out of Ash in this preseason, particularly at the nines. I thought he was playing with confidence, and that's just something that he needs to develop in his game. I think he's heavily underrated in the fact that you look at his last two seasons in 2017 and 2018, only three men across those two seasons had more tri-assists than him. JT, Luke Keary, and Michael Morgan. You think of Morgo in 2017, unstoppable. We know how good JT is, and you think of Luke Keary in 2018, I mean, 
went on to win the Clive Churchill in the grand final. There's no shame in, you know, scoring less tries than any of those three men. And Ash Taylor was right up there. With a bit of confidence, I think he'll have a fantastic season. Um, as we touched on it before, not really going to comment on George Williams. I just, I've, I've seen enough in the Super League, but I've also seen Blake Austin struggle to make the Raiders 17 and then become one of the best players over there. So Jackson I Hastings won the Man of Steel last year. Exactly right. I don't think it's, it's a fair assessment comparing Super League to NRL stats. They're different competitions. Super League favours attack. Yeah. Um, NRL favours defence. Mitch Moses and Nathan Cleary, they're real interesting. And, you know, you look at their two teams in the trial. They actually drew 22-all, and both men were instrumental for their teams. They both played big minutes. They both played important roles. If I had to pick one, I'm probably leaning more with Mitchell Moses because he's proven he can be the dominant half alongside uh, Dylan Brown. Whereas Nathan Cleary, uh, I still have question marks as to whether he can be the dominant half there for the Panthers. Uh, a lot of people seem to think, the Panthers turned it around last year when he took on a more dominant role. But from what I saw from my standpoint, I saw the opposite. I saw James Maloney relegated to the left side of the field by Ivan Cleary and told, you manage the left. Nathan's going to play left and right side. And when he realized that wasn't working and he gave Jimmy Maloney the license to play both sides again, he comes straight back into origin, destroys the Maroons 58 to whatever it was. And he, he, the Panthers go on that fantastic run. He didn't really give him license, though, right? He'd like, Jimmy had to. Cleary was out exactly injured. Exactly right. Right, no, but Cleary was out injured. When Jimmy and wasn't there, that's when Cleary stepped up, man, right? And, and he did do a damn good job, right? Super coach-wise, he right? did. Yeah, especially okay. super coach-wise, right? And Cleary clicks all, kicks all the goals over there, and he's not bad at it. Right, so when they come back and, and they're consistently getting, you know, like 20-point, 30-point games, because they tend to score a fair few tries in, in the back end, mm. then um, even if they're not getting the win, he's still getting half-decent points. I mean, the benefit of Moses over Cleary is probably Moses isn't going to play Origin, I don't think. Cleary's yep. the incumbent, so there's a good chance Cleary's going to get the Origin shot if he's on fire. Um, is Moses eligible playing for Lebanon? Like, can no, he still play? He's New he's South, South Wales. Yeah, he can still play. Played for Australia last year. So, I mean, like that one's a bit of a roll of the dice there too. But if you can pick the one that isn't playing Origin and he can sort of keep up with the other one, then that's especially if he's playing the buy, it's going to get you through. I don't think the trial was a great indication because it was a pretty crappy game to be honest. It but was sloppy. Yeah, like Moses didn't do a great deal. He had two bits of individual brilliance where he set himself up for tries. Cleary scored his own try. He's bulked up. He looks big, Cleary. He's, he does, doesn't he's he? He's always busy, which is good. His base is the best out of any halfback. So I'd go Cleary personally, but he's just that much dearer than yeah. Moses. It's hard to fit Off him that in. that inflated game from last year. Yeah, thanks, Knights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he, did, he, he killed it. Didn't he get a hat trick in that game? If four. not four, yeah, that's it. He like scored the most, or the yeah, he scored the most amount of points ever in NRL history, and equal third in Australian Rugby League history in a, in a single game. Thirty-four yeah. oh, points. Wow. Yeah. Wow. See, like that's yeah. I, I was at that game. I'm pretty sure I told you to come to that game with me. Uh, you're probably glad you didn't. It, yeah, it was amazing bit. to watch. Like it was just insane. All right. Next yeah. question from Steve Green. Thoughts on picking up Corey Horsburgh as a reserve? Good PPM, and will be in Bateman's spot until and will he be in Bateman's spot till he comes back? Uh, he will be in Bateman's spot at this stage. Hudson Young was meant to trial with the Raiders, um, but he messaged me and said that the NRL didn't allow it because he's currently suspended. For bite, so mate. No, him out. I get Ajin. Oh yeah, no, that's all right. Yeah. Um, Jack Murchie is rumoured to have signed with the New Zealand Warriors. Hang on, can I, can um, I just stop you? How come 
there's other players that are suspended to start the season, but they were allowed to participate in trials. How come Hudson Young wasn't given the same privilege? Yeah, that's a bit rough because I noticed there was uh, a few yeah. people that that did happen to. I would say it would have to do with the length of his suspension potentially. Yep. The but seriousness I'm, I of it. Answer that. Yeah, yeah, potentially. Yeah. Okay. Fair call. Well, I know he was definitely upset, and he could even be a POD man because like some of the messages he sent, he seems really. Uh, really, really invigorated to come back and prove he, was, he got a lot of hate for that and yeah. he maintains his innocence that he did not intentionally do that. Um, he said for the first one, like, yeah, I put my hand up. It was a dumb thing to do. Yeah. Just, you know, doing anything to win a game for the boys. But he said the second one, like, hand on heart, I just I didn't mean to do it at all. Oh, yeah. um, well, that's, that's what makes it hard to Hudson. go with because it was the second one. Exactly if- right. When it's the second offense, it does make it hard to take the player's yeah. side. But, but I, just- I think, you know, you look at Jack Whiten, Ricky Stewart stuck with him and Whiten came back and absolutely excelled, became one of the best players in the NRL. Yep. Hudson Young, Ricky Stewart put his neck out, um, you know, stood up for him, said, I believe my player is innocent. And I think Ricky yeah. just does that to his boys. I think Hudson Young will come back and play really strong for Ricky because he stuck up for him. So he walks straight back into the team. Ricky doesn't have an issue with his discipline or anything like that. Oh man, with the length oh, of his sure suspension and preseason, there's no way. Like, I mean, he he'll prove that he's committed. Like, I I, I agree with Hudson. Right, I, I called it. If you go back and listen to when that incident happened, you listen to our podcast from last year. I said, nah, I think that second one was an accident as well. Like Hudson, I am a hundred percent with you. That second one to me did not look. First one. Yeah, but it was your first year watching footy, bud. We we'll give you a break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, 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 man. Like, but that's it. It's it's a rough game. You're out there, like you're sweating, you're fatigued. It's wet. Like I understand that heat of the moment and all that kind of thing, frustration and all that. It all boils yeah. over. I mean, it was a brain snap. I'll give you that. I don't think there was any intention there, but he did it. Nah, see, I reckon he did. I reckon it was a genuine oh, well, anyway. misfire. Ben um, did we answer the question? So yeah, Horsburgh's got that edge spot until either Hudson or Bateman return. Yeah, definitely. He yeah. he looked all right in the trial there. He didn't excel, but he didn't look poor. And I think at the moment, he's Stewart's best option. Yeah, no threat of Tarpany shifting out there. Ben Whittaker, anyone else okay. tearing up their teams okay. to have both Cleary and Moses? Oh. Not, not me, personally. Nah, I think that's way too much why. money. I, I guess with the cheapy options in Taylor, Brimson, Drinkwater, if you want to run one of them... It gives you, opens it up, but then you're missing out on probably Billy Walters. Yeah. He's mm. going to be a good cheapie. Yeah, no, I'm not doing it either. I probably won't have either of them in my side. I, I might have Moses over SJ, but I've still got SJ at the moment. Well, I had a draft where I had Moses, SJ, and Brooks, and it just weakened my team in so many different areas. It really wasn't worth it, in my opinion. All right. Um,. Mark Hindle, hey guys, what's Clarky's team lineup? Uh, it's on a bit earlier, Mark. Yeah. Um, will he go for experience, e.g., points or cash from round one? I think you got to go for cash. I think cash. he's going for a mixture of both with his guns and cheapy yeah. setup. Sort of try to play a conservative, pick players which performed well last year and earned the points, but yeah. also a heap of cheapies that I think are going to make coin. As I say, like I don't have too many middle-ranged players at all. Yeah. They're either gun status or cheapy status for me, and I just think uh, with my first year, that's probably the best way to go for me. Yeah, definitely. Oh, man, if the cheapies are out there, it's the best way to go for everyone. Yep. Like, but it's only if the cheapies are out there, which we've all been umming and ahhing about. And they're slowly coming. That's it. They're now, slowly popping now, up. Now we're starting to see who, where they are and who they are. And like, that's that's a big part of the game is working those cheapies right to get the cash. So that way you have an one gun yeah. or 
two oh, guns up on your opponent that week. You know what it's I mean? It's a weird one because last year, like, we knew Payne Haas, we knew Bateman, we knew all these rookies that were going to debut and, you know, how strong and how much potential they had, whereas there's not too many this year, is there? Yeah, we didn't know Nakora, we didn't know Sherry, we didn't know Sive, we didn't know these guys were going to go as gangbusters as some uh, of them did. Like, you're right. Like, pa- Sherry. Yeah. I was calling that a long time ago, man, saying, wait till he makes the his NRL debut. Oh, he's, he's massive. He's a beast, eh? He's massive oh, and he's quick. Hey. He's 19 years old, like, yeah. and he's destroying men. It's, it's crazy. He's got to get better and yeah. better. All right, this is from Justin Bertram. I've already seen you've commented, so I'm glad there's a bit of banner. Um, you going to have Dugan in your team? <laughs> nah. Fuck off Josh Dugan. He's too, um, he's too soft. I don't about too many players, but he's just one of the fakest people there is. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's a fuck. He's a, yeah. You can say it. You can say it on our podcast, bro. We're all right with it. He's a fuckwit. Fuckwit. He's soft. He tries to pull the mental health card on everything. And at the same time that he cries mental health, he tries to get all his Twitter followers to have a go at me. I I don't even know what I said to him, but clearly he couldn't take the slightest bit of criticism, which, you know, being in the public eye, I know it's not easy to take criticism, but to block someone and then try to, like, call them out on Twitter over what was a joke by me. Just a fake, one of the fakest people I've ever met. And to be fair, this is pretty rude to say, but I think Josh Dugan is one injury away from being medically retired. And although he played for Australia and the Blues and was a fantastic player, I don't think too many punters remember Josh Dugan as that fantastic player. I think they remember him as the dude that was always injured. Yeah, he's one hit wonder. He tried to medically retire himself at the start of the year, so... He's still trying. The the Sharks doctor has said to him, there's nothing yeah. wrong with you. You need to train. And he took the day off to go and see a specialist to yeah. get like a, get his own like opinion. a, a sick note that he yeah. get from work. I bet you got a box of breezes on the way past. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brad Stables. Hey, guys, I got Huss and Knight in the front row. Do you think Liam Knight is a big gamble in the front row or might it work? No gamble at all. I think he's the best option. After the other day's trial, he he done well, man. He he's, tear busted. He's a good little player, man. We, yeah. like, we've seen it in last yeah. year towards the end of this finals and in the final series that he could shoulder the responsibility, and now he's got he's got a little offload there, which is always good for Supercoach. Yeah. yeah. South captain Adam Reynolds and coach Wayne Bennett have both said that he's pretty much going to step up and play a huge role in the absence of Sam Burgess. So I think that's a perfect selection. I can't see that one going wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, David Cook, what's your opinions on Josh Hodgson? No, no I think I touched on Josh yeah. a little earlier. Yeah, touch so back Pretty there. J- Jazzy, we got any questions on the on the live over there? Uh, yeah, I think he, he's one of those ones, but like he's creative and everything, but he really relies on attacking stats because his base is nowhere near the Cam McInnes's yeah. and stuff like that. Makes sense. Uh, Mark Smiley Seal says talk of Renouf Tomaga getting a starting gig. Can you confirm? Uh, Renouf Tuamanga, yeah, yeah, he will. Wait, I don't think he'll start. I think he's coming off the bench for the Dogs. Yeah, he's in the 17. Um, well, they got Napa and Tolman. Tolman. And you won't bench Napa. So he'll, he'll be in the 17, but he won't start over either of, the, either of them. Yeah, yeah, but when he comes on, will he maybe play like a sort of 60-minute or 50-minute no. sort of rotation, rotating through the forwards? Or is he coming on for a 20-minute stint yeah. as an attacker and that's it? Give me one second. I'd say I'll he'll play 30, 35 minutes maybe. Yeah, okay. That's it. Yeah, yeah, I can't see him. You, you got you got aids that can give you as much as you want. He'll play eighty, but he's he plays 
good 50 odd yeah. usually and then Napa actually he's looking fitter this year than I've ever seen him so I'm expecting him maybe for an extra few minutes as well so Elliot plays big minutes in the middle as well and and Harry Wiranara's got 8 in him Jackson's got 8 in him we got a log jam there Simpsons are coming too mm. Josie, next question. All right. Uh, Jackson Brown's more of a comment. Says Barnett and Fitzy were good to go. Um, that's obviously talking after the Knights game. No, the other Con, Con asked him a question when we were just malingering. Oh, okay, my bad. Uh, Scott Smith, what do you guys think of the new NRL ad? So have you seen the new NRL ad, um, Clarky? Yeah, that's actually what I was looking at my phone before earlier when you were talking to me of former NRL players pissed off at some things I said and, and messaging me and... Um, obviously, Latrell Mitchell's manager, Matt Rose, is a proud Indigenous man as well. He was trying to call me halfway through the show. Um, so I think I have upset a, a few people with my comments. But Atta the boy. issue I was trying to raise is when you're showing, when you're trying to make an inclusive ad and you only show an Indigenous Australian flag, there's, that's not inclusive. You're not including the Fijians, the Englishmen, the Tongans, the Samoans. There are so many more groups that make up the NRL and therefore if you want an inclusive ad why not have Appy Coruscant on that beach with Luttrell holding a Fijian flag yeah. I think the NRL tried to make that ad far too politically correct and as I touch on in the video what the fuck's Macklemore in there for the yeah. dude sung a five minute song what the fuck's he got to do with the NRL not he's got much. nothing to do with it he's simply there because he sang a gay rights song which again has nothing to do with the NRL if you make an NRL ad, let's look at some NRL highlights. If you make a political correctness ad, then, yeah, let's look at Macklemore. Yeah, yeah. But I just don't think the two should have been mixed, and that was the point I was trying to make. I think a lot of people agree um, with, with my video. I think a lot of people are obviously angry at it, and oh, I know a lot of people there and go, let's just say I've got some fun DMs to go through. You know, um, like, you, can't, you, can't, you, you can't keep everyone happy, but... And you, to, oh, well, if you do right. speak your mind, you are going to tread on toes. That's that's. The oh, way it to goes. be honest, half Absolutely. those people probably aren't calling you over your comments. Probably just calling you because they're like, "You're on this podcast." They're just like, oh, "Have you heard that guy talk?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't even know what kind of dude you're on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, hundred <100%. laughs> percent. For a dude who does research, you clearly haven't done any research. I've only seen the ad once personally, and I didn't really look that deep into it as you did, and I I didn't mind it too much. Like. Oh, it's an awesome ad, but I just think that the political correctness and sport, they, they're separate entities. They yeah, don't need to I, I agree totally with that. Yeah. I want to watch the NRL without having, um, you know, all stuff, stuff shoved down, down your down throat. throat. Yeah. Fair call, yeah. fair call. I mean... Well, that's why they got rid of the Tom Waterhouse at the start of it, because they didn't want to do that to you, supposedly, with Jam the gambling. Shit down your throat, yeah. Right, and then, you know, they have the photo of the two... Um, the two women, Katrina Brown and her partner, after the women's origin kissing. Yeah. I mean, beautiful picture. Great. Awesome. But do we need to see it? Are you going to show us Wade Graham kissing his wife after the thing? Like, why did you select that image? It's clear that they are trying to appease. Yeah. They're know, definitely going for the political correct view, like you said. Absolutely, man. And it's a real touchy one. You have to be real careful with your words because you say the wrong thing and, you know, you're sharing your opinion online. You're going to you're going to face backlash and criticism for it. Definitely. And I think, you know, you've only got to look at Israel Folau to see the extent of that. <laughs> yeah. I just love how we're still talking about this. Um, you're looking trouble yeah, questions, killer. I know, That's, oh, you're losing another point. Fuck it. 
Tyler. <laughs> 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 you're way in front again, Clark. <laughs> he's over the supercoach cat limits. Tyler, Tyler Kelly has asked you boys, who are your centre cheapy options? Uh I mean, there's like there's not a great deal. Can can I just, can I just open it up to just like I mean, can you start with centres, but then can you just give us pretty much just a rundown of who you guys are looking at for your cheapy options? Look, there's not many. There's not many out there. I'm, I'm hoping Morgan Harper gets a start at the Dogs. Um, do you have any information on um, Braden Villiarmi at St George? Is he going to get the centre spot over Laff and Laff play wing, or do you know what's going on there at all? No, nah, Mary's keeping his cards very close yeah. to his chest. Only thing that's confirmed for the Dragons lineup is Zach Lomax at fullback at this stage. For about three weeks. Yeah. Mm, I ha- is he a centre on Supercoach? Yeah, he is, yeah, he's, yeah. he's a dual. But if yeah, he's only playing three weeks. Because he'll also goal kick for them. Trap. Yeah, that's it. If he's yeah. only going to play the three weeks. Oh, oh, that's just my personal opinion. I know he's highly popular and there's who, a lot of big raps on him out who's, there. Who's going who's gonna to take, take it up after three weeks? Uh, Tristan Saylor. Tristan Saylor. He's yeah. going to take up fullback. Yeah. Well, that's a big call for Tristan. Yeah, I know. Huge call. Are you Okay, hold on, hold on. Now, look, I've learned to trust you, but I've also learned that, you, like, Jeez, that's just that's just a huge gut feel. I think Lomax is a center out and out. I don't think he's a fullback bumhole. Yeah. And I think Tristan Saylor will make a lot more fist to the position with his ball playing and X factor ability to chime in from the back. Yeah. I think Dufty's pretty much done as well as an option. Last year in New South Wales Cup, he was playing on the wing. He wasn't yeah. even playing fullback, so yeah. and he's fractured his cheekbone now for what, six to eight weeks as well, so Yeah. Yeah, oh, interesting. He's, they said he wasn't allowed to fly home from the airport, but I was with him in the Perth airport. So um, I, maybe it wasn't fractured or as bad as first thought because when you suffer that sort of injury, you're not meant to fly. Yeah, the pressure or whatever. Literally getting ready to board the plane flying. So okay. you were, that's right. You yeah, were like cool. one of the only four dudes at the Nines, eh? What do you mean? You went to Perth and watched the Nines <laughs> like you and the other four people that went and watched the games. Oh, I bet you now. I you were trying to stitch me up. Um, yeah, look, pretty much, you know, you're not wrong there. The NRL has subsequently ruled out Perth as an expansion thing, yeah. uh, expansion possibility. And, you know, there were people at the Perth Stadium handing out flyers. Please sign it. We need a Perth team. It's like, mate, the NRL has given you one of the best preseason spectacles there is in the NRL nines. Fifty bucks a ticket for two days of action, and you couldn't even fill your stadium. Yeah, yeah I you feel. think there is a sustainable market for there, and you have to think of the fourteen thousand people that were there on day two. How many of them actually flew in and were tourists? How many of those fourteen thousand are a sustainable market week in week out? I don't think many. Yeah. They shot themselves in the foot. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Look, nah, let, well, let's not go into expansion or anything. Now's not the time. We're at a minute, f- hour forty, and we still got questions and stuff. Sounds to go good. Through. Next question, Luke Smith. He says, "Sorry, boys, late to the show. You boys probably already covered it, but is there any cash comp spots left?" Hey, Luke. Perfect, because no, we haven't. Yes, there is, but they are limited. We have three spots left in the $30 comp. We have two spots left in the $10 comp. we still got however many you want in the uh, overall group, but you have to be in by Midnight this Saturday. Saturday. Right, I know that I've been slack on the Saturday? emails because we want to get it all done before TLT and locked in. Even though I don't think the head-to-heads actually start for about three weeks, but people are itching for their codes, and we told them you'd have it by kickoff, so we've just put it on this Saturday. So... 
We've got uh, eight spots left in the $50 comp. It's been pretty popular. It's going to be a big pool. So if you're serious about it, get in on that one. Be quick, though. Uh, and we've got three spots left in the $20 comp. If you want to get involved, send a message to the page, and then we will send you all the information very quickly to get this turned over. Deadline for everything to be sorted out is midnight Saturday. So that way we can send out the codes for you guys on Sunday and you can be ready for TLT. Uh, next question. Yep. Jake Harvey says, boys, I'm starting with Cook and Smith plus Teddy Turbo. Thoughts? He's what? taking the piss. Pardon? I'm, uh, well, thoughts? Killing it. What else have you got? Like, where have, you, sac- where, yeah, where have you sacrificed to have spent He's $4 million? He's got no Haas, no Lolo, no Maddo, no Feeders, no nothing. Yeah, so, I mean, don't get me wrong, it could be a masterstroke. He's got stroke, all four cheapy... He'll have four cheapy halves in there in Williams, Luai, um, Brimston, and probably Billy Walters, is it? Yeah. Um, and then I don't know what the fuck nah, he's done. He's a horrendous team. He'll have to restructure because his backs will have nothing. That's and it. They, I'm, I'm curious to see who you've got and what you've actually done with the rest I, of the I, team. I, th- I think he might just be pulling our leg there. Well, I mean, like... The, like it's doable. Yeah. It is doable. That's Not if you want to be competitive, I don't think. Well, I mean, that's it. It's yeah, he's got four opinion. guns, but I bet you got no one other. No one others. All right. Luke Smith, who is your biggest punt in the centre wing? It really is the most interesting and difficult spot this year. At the moment, he has Sammy from the Titans. His 80-minute games last year, he averaged pretty well, and surely Gold Coast can't be as bad as last year. Right? Oh, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Sammy. Yeah? His base is great, and he can create his own tries let alone people creating them for him as well based on what you saw the other the other day he played fullback in the trial yeah and from all reports looked good okay all right new coach we, we've said that new coaches might run experiments but if experiments work then good new coach too yeah yeah good new coach yeah yeah no sammy's a really good player and holbrook's already confirmed he'll be there on the wing the other wing at this stage, he said, was between Anthony Don and Jonas Pearson, which does mean Greg Lelisiao, uh, who's a popular cheapie, is going to miss out at round one at least. Yeah. Um, but Philip Sammy, like, you know what I mean? Look good at fullback, really fit, really fast, um, can create opportunities for himself and also capitalise on others. But my biggest punt in the centre position is Jack Bird. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he's been not 100% confirmed out of Seabold's mouth, but heavily reported that he is going to wear the number one for the Broncos in 2020. And I just think if he can stay injury-free, he's had a full preseason of fitness. It is concerning he's returning from a dual ACL injury. Mm. Um, but I think we forget just how good Jack Bird is. And he's still only 24 years old, which is yeah. you know, impressive considering he's already played Origin and won a premiership in that time. Well, everything how, how much is he? 500. So what yeah. do you do if he comes out, goes... Crap for well, five you, you can games. downgrade him to pretty much anyone. And and, and Seabolt brings in Asako or someone. Yeah, but no, what if he's in for five games? He ends up losing 200 grand in the process. No, well, if, if he's he done crap grand. after two games, you get rid of him. Yeah, but so do you, you, you bring him in to try to get points at the start, you reckon? As a pod move, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's, what, that, that's probably what you just said is exactly why I class him as one of my riskier picks. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Just but because, I mean, Seabolt did the same thing last year. Everything I've he? heard Seabolt say after all these trials, he's pretty much praised the shit out of Jack Bird and said, Jermaine Osako needs to work on this and that and this and that. Yeah. All right. 
All right. My my big my biggest gamble is going to be Dallin. Yeah. I think I'm going to mm. stick with Dallin over Jack, like Lomax and shit. It all comes down to whether or not the dogs give the ball this year. If we can get some attacking points in us, man, like defensively we're sound. We finished the year strong last year. If as long as we can find some attacking stats, I think he'll benefit. Hopefully, to me. He's not a super coach friendly player. I know he's not, but he, he turns up in the big game. So I'm just hoping he turns up like that for the dogs. You know what I mean? He done well for New Zealand on the wing. He's played well for New Zealand at fullback. I just hope he can bring it to the dogs at club form. That's why it's his risk. His risk I'm willing to take. Fair enough. Over Lomax, who, like you said, is going to get sacked in three weeks anyway. Oh, I don't like Lomax, Dewey. No, I don't like Dewey either. I don't Any trust Dewey. Man. I don't trust Dewey. Good so player and shit, but I, th- don't I trust think it. I think Dewey's going to be my biggest risk. Yeah. Um. If you got like, I'd see. I don't. I don't know. See, because I've got Lomax in there, but if tr- if Sailor's going to be the backup, I might risk it with Sailor. He's dirt cheap, so I can probably afford to take the risk for a couple of weeks. Wait out Lomax, and if Sailor pops in, and, and you're right, he takes to it like a duck to water. Then we'll see what happens. Um. But yeah, I, I think I will take the stab on Dewey because if if I do get a good uh. Uh, fullback in there and can pick up some attacking stats each week um, then it, it'll be nice to have that in my sentence Tigers did look sharp especially if you can go down that right edge with the well, Lay Lewis and Nofo what worries me most is Corey Thompson started that trial played the full first half and then Dewey come on so if he's not in line for the fullback spot if Momorowski comes back he probably won't even make the team at all well, so, yeah, he's just playing reserve grade okay okay um, my biggest punt's going to be Mitch Orbison Hoping Angus Crichton stays out there in that left centre and Orbo kills it, being that dominant side this year, hopefully. Yeah. Nice. Mm. Back rower in the centres, you know we love it. Next yeah. question. Question. Uh, Murray or Maddo? Bought Lolo back in, can only afford one. So Matt Drew? Yeah, do I leave Lolo out? That's from Maddie Drew. Maddie. Um... I'd take Shit. Lolo over both of them personally. No, he's got Lolo. He can only afford one of those. Oh. Yeah, I, I brought Lolo back in. He can only afford one, or does he leave Lolo out and get both of them? Yeah, I'd go Lolo over both of them personally. So, yeah, who's so, so, so who does Lolo he get? Because he's already got Lolo. Maddo or Murray, do you go? Yeah. Uh, Murray. Murray, sweet. You don't go on Maddo because it's softer draw with Para? Clarky? Yeah, I've got no. Murray. Murray? I think his stats improve at back row. I think he. Improves even further with getting on the edge there. I think he'll break more tackles, have more offloads, so his attacking stats will go up a little bit. Well, if he's if he's on that left side with the brothers, he's on that left side. He's cheering. That's it. They they all got to be accounted for in defence, so they're all going to get a lot of one on one opportunities going down that side. And he's so strong, he can just break a tackle for yeah. fun sometimes. All right, sweet as so. Looks like consensus is Murray. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm waiting on... M- Maddo will come in, but once his combination with Moses and Wonga Blake and Fergo down that side builds a bit. Dambo, Mashaguzzi. God, i got Mark. no idea how to... Go, go. Yeah, it just says back tuning in for another season with the boys. Good to have you back, Dambo. Uh, g'day, Nugget. Nugget. Uh, Maybe, might be. Brad Huxley prefers Murray as well. Uh, what have we got? AJ Brimson Yeah okay I'll go back to it AJ Brimson um, Price really well Has a good output Starting fullback Change my mind From Dambo I can't change your mind I'm thinking of starting With him at 5-8 But Yep 
Good to me. I think he averaged like 58 or something in his games at fullback last year and the Titans are absolutely horrendous. So I wouldn't steer anyone clear of him, but he's just not, not a risk you're willing to take. All right, fair enough. They've had big raps on but him for a long time. Well, I, think if the, I think the Titans will play a lot better football this year, more attacking football as well, and there'll be a lot more opportunities. And with someone like AJ out the back, he's such an X-factor and explosive. He can create anything. All right. Did you find that question? Yeah, there's just there's a lot of uh, conversation going on in there. Um, g'day, Sigsy. Grant. Clarky, what's your thought on Brent Naden? Jazzy loves it, and I just can't see it from Matty Drew. Yeah, I was going to put him in my team today, actually. I went with Jack Bird just over him, just instead. Um, but, you know, he looked really good in the trial against Panthers. I think he scored two or three tries, and... He's one of those players that seemingly they're only going to keep improving. I don't really see him going backwards, particularly as Cleary, um, as you say, starts to play both sides and really dominate the game, giving Brent Naden some more balls, some more opportunities. Uh, just a freak, like under the high ball, um, attacking-wise, attacking tackle-break-wise, speed. Doesn't do too much wrong, so I think he's a good option. But I've heard defensively he's garbage. He was terrible. And he can make yeah, only- some reads. Super coach wise, you only missed what two points for that? One, One point for missed tackles. So. He, he does have a very super coach friendly game. Well, like, you got to admit that he doesn't like to pass the ball and he breaks tackles and he does offload. So he's going to keep his spot in his team, even if he's garbage in defence. That's, I think so. Yeah, I think the positives maybe outweigh the cons there, but yeah, it depends on whether if they start when, leaking too many tries down that side, I might be worried. Yeah, and if, if they yeah, start the losing games based on actually, when you look, he played twelve games last year, but missed forty-five tackles. That's you know almost an average of four per game. That that's is, really bad, isn't it? That's four points you're losing there. Considering he's probably only making eleven. Yeah, exactly right. So he's all about the attacking stats. Yeah, which is super coach friendly. But and but in saying that, he didn't have Kikau on that edge with him. And you throw Kikau inside him, he's going to create damage down that side. It's going to open up more opportunities for him. Okay. In saying that, I'm not starting with him personally. Neither. I think Burns is better at the value. Luke Smith says he's spot on with your thoughts about the ad clerk here. He couldn't agree more. Uh, Maddie Drew, no. I think that's it, guys. I think that is question time done and done. So, um, should we let Clarky go, boys? Yeah, Clarky, can I um put this on your page, this podcast? Yeah, no worries at all, man. I'm Th- happy to share it or put it up, whatever you want. Thank you kindly, sir. Uh, it's been a pleasure having yeah, you been on, a pleasure. man. Thank That's you. It. Cheers, man. Thank you some very good much. insights into some teams. It's been appreciated. So you're going to come back throughout the season, check in, let us know how you're doing? Yeah, no worries, boys. I'll make myself available as much for you guys. Like, you guys are obviously really helpful, and I appreciate all the advice you guys gave me today. And it should be, um, you know, obviously a bit of a challenge, but it should be fun and just make the NRL a little bit more interesting this year playing Supercoach. Well, that's it. It makes every game interesting, not just the team that you support watching. It makes every game interesting because you've got a vested interest in most of them. Yeah, 100%. Like, I'll, I'll sit down and watch any game of football now and really be able to enjoy it, and it's all thanks to Supercoach. Like, you couldn't have gotten me to watch a game of football 12 months ago, and now I'm literally gagging for it. 
Mm. Not the only Spot thing. On, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Con. You champion. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining us, Clarky. It's been a pleasure. We'll chat to you next time. And, well, no doubt we'll chat to you very soon. But, uh, yeah, we can't wait you to have uh, you back on next time, man. Good luck with yeah. Supercoach and TLT. Got any Thanks, questions? Boys. Don't I hesitate. It a lot. Thanks, mate. Cheers, oh, mate. Can, can you post your team on team list next week so everyone can know what Clarky's doing? Your final doing? team after TLT. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, Legend, no brother. Appreciate it. All right, boys, we'll talk soon. Thank you, right, mate. Thanks, mate. Bye. See ya. What else have we got left, Pardon? That's That was a good chat, boys, it. I think. That was appreciated from Clarky. Yeah. He's uh, come on. He's actually That's given, given up his time, about. a fair bit of his time too, a bit later than we told him, so we yeah. really appreciate that. That's it. That's good sport it. about it all as well. He didn't kick stones or anything, so thank you very much. So, yes, the ring, Juzzy, how do we get the ring again? The ring you can get from www.supercoachchampion.com. Uh, the link is in the Facebook and it'll be also be in the podcast descriptions. Um, or the most high-profile place. Part of, exactly. That's if you want to purchase one. They're ninety-nine ninety-five, and I mean, if you're doing a twenty-man league, it's only five bucks a piece. But if you're a tight ass like the three of us. You can definitely win the one that we've got here that's been provided by the good people at supercoachchampion.com. Uh, how do they go about winning at Burks? Most ho- high-profile place you can get Supercoach360, TV, radio, other podcasts. Uh, I've seen it on cars now. That's it. On your Vowsy. Uh, Juzzy all- got Mansource to spruik it. All we need is evidence. So video, audio, photo, just show us what you're doing and show us how you got the Supercoach 360 name out there. And, yeah, that's it. Look, it's still open uh, for a little while. Uh, so but definitely get thinking about and, and trying to work out how to get uh, how, to, how to get it out there and get your hands on a ring of your very own. You got some shout-outs for, for me, buddy? I have. Um, I have. They are as such. Good work, guys. There you go. That's how we do it. They are as such. We shared it too. Uh, Rugby League Sledging Rebels, Supercoach Live Chat, uh, NRL News Site, Aussie Sports Legends, Supercoach Tragics, uh, Supercoach Fanatics, NRL Supercoach Fanatics, sorry, NRL Diehards. I also shared it to. <coughs> Where's that one? There's more down the bottom. So NRL sledging, bit of fun and banter page. NRL sledging, verbal warfare, sledging maniacs, and I think it was Super Coach Element is the last one I got it onto. So thank you guys for letting us share that. They will probably go put one on Clarky's page as well. Get him a link to put on his page for us. Um, and yeah, so thanks again for letting us plaster our stuff all over your pages. Yeah, I want to give a few shout-outs this week actually too. So you should, mate. I want to give uh, obviously a massive shout-out to a lot of our regular listeners who are getting back on the Supercoach bandwagon. We've been wondering where some of you were, um, but I get it. You were just holding off on the inevitable life-consuming, albeit that is Supercoach. Uh, we did miss you. Yeah, it's it. I can understand you waiting up until TLT, but, oh, mate, here we are. We're all in this together. It's great to have you back. Thank you for joining us again. Um, did you bring a friend? Because that's what we asked you to do at the end of last season. If not, it's we- never too late. Get a friend now. Uh, this is the perfect beginner's guide. You know that. 
Bergs, you were going to say something? No, no, it's all right. It's all right. The moment's passed. It was something that we'll talk about later. All righty. Um, I want to say a massive thank you to all of our new listeners that have come along and joined us, Uh, everyone that's jumped into our cash comps. If you haven't already, make sure you message the page. If you have until Saturday night tonight, we've got an email process to go through, so do not delay. Get on it. We want to have everything finalized. We need full numbers, and we need all the money in before Saturday night, so you really have to get a move on. uh, I want to give a few shout-outs to some guys from a couple of groups. While you do that, just the group code again is 923-932. That's something that if you want to get involved with, I've had a few people ask me for that through the week. That's just uh, our that's overall group, yeah? The overall group, yeah. Uh, probably should have shot that to Clark. He'll send that over later with the link. Get him in there so that way there. you can play against Clarky as well, as well as the Supercoach boys and some others. I think Mike and Sabs are in there too, so... That's it. That's not a cashy, that one. That one's just open to everyone. So if you've got the Supercoach app and you know the code, 923-932, make sure you enter it in the codes. It's on the league screen, but it's below the leagues. It will not register as a league. Make sure you join the group. Once um, all that's sorted, next week we'll just open up some free ones for everyone to get involved yeah, with too. Yeah, so. that's it. Once the cashies are done, we'll, we'll fill up the rest of our, like the leagues that we have available to us on, through our Supercoaches. Um beat the boys yeah, yeah that's it I, and just open up some leagues to everyone oh, I want to a few shout outs to just some guys who have helped me out and sort of steered me in the right direction and I know are really active uh, just good dudes in the super coach community so first is uh, Maddie Person who just does some awesome write ups and I believe is a podcast host forgive me buddy I don't know many other super coach podcasts um so I don't know which your podcast is but message me and I'll give you a shout out um Warren McGoldrick <laughs> That sounded um, like a Berg shout out if I ever heard one. <laughs> it's working. You're I've making been, you stupider. <laughs> oh, I've been hanging around these boys too long. Warren McGoldrick, um, Bill Whittle, uh, Russell Fowler, uh, and Wilfred Z. Well, he does his own podcast as well, Wilfred. And Matt Hawker. Um, that's it. Look, you, you guys. SC All Stars. There you go. Supercoach All Stars. So SC All Stars. Sorry, SC All Stars. Same thing. Um, What's not? So yeah, just uh, the guys like uh, see, uh, these guys are, are guys who who Thanks, are Brad. really active in the community and like uh, just they're the ones that put out the information, which means that people like me can sort of start to wrap their head around it and find a way to break into this. Like you guys sort of know it, Con, you make stats in your head and Bergs, you've got a Con at your disposal. Yeah, but <laughs> so, I don't put it out there for public consumption because no social media access. I so. listen to you, but unless you, Yeah, but unless you listen to the podcast, you don't get any yeah, yeah, that's it. But I mean, that's part of the reason why we do the podcast. Is this yeah. a way to get your version of that out there because you don't have the but social yeah, but media? I appreciate those guys for actually going to the time and effort to put it up there readily available for everyone to publicly so, who hasn't oh, already great, free. great group of dudes man please mm. make sure you head over to Supercoach All Stars give them a listen uh, points per minute with Cowboy um, definitely if you're looking for a Supercoach resource that just has absolutely everything you could ever need nrlsupercoachstats.com is just absolutely amazing it's a huge task and it's a huge effort so if you can donate and help support the site because it is just got so much information if you really take into this you will want to use that site so show them some love um and super coach that's the actual one inside the 
in inside game. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like I've I've already got that. Yeah, um, you got a lot of viable information in there that'll really help you. Yeah, that's it. And I'm just waiting on payday to donate to supercoachstats.com as well. Just because look they're the two just most comprehensive sort of supercoach resources around. Um Supercoach Stats has just got uh NRL Supercoachstats.com has just got some uh really easy to access and look at uh mm-hmm. sort of you know over the year data and player profiles and stuff like that it's just yeah really good at a glance um aside from that anything else we've got to talk about no not that i know of um just been another good week 10 more sleeps in it all righty nah well, we got what no, seven days sleeps. till till team Tuesday nine more, nine. More, nine more sleeps till balls kick it's getting there man Counting Palms down. Palms getting sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. Yeah. You want me to spew on it? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'll stop there. So, thank you very much for listening. Uh, good luck with the next week. It'll. We know it's the hardest one because we know, like, we're counting down those sleeps till TLT and then first first lockout, first kickoff. It's just around the corner. We're almost there. Thank you very much for being with us so far. Welcome. If you're just joining us for the ride now, bring on Season 2020. Bring on Team List Tuesday if you can. Go to iTunes. Leave us a review. We'll share the link later on. Um, it really does help us a lot, and we'd really appreciate it. Bring a friend. Peace, guys. Thank you. See you next time. Laters. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.